Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, everybody, an all-new edition of Craft Root Sports starting up here in just a second. This week, doing things a little bit different now that we're at episode number 200. We each have our own beers of the week this week. Uh, so, Drew, let's go to you first. Why don't you tell us what your beer of the week is? What are you drinking? Tell us a little bit about it. And since Ren and Stimpy is coming back, it was announced they're rebooting it. We are doing our beer scale tonight on the Ren and Stimpy scale all the way from, no, sir, I don't like it, all the way to happy, happy, joy, joy. So, Drew, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, so I'm actually getting a little caught up with you boys when I screwed up and grabbed the wrong beer uh, a while back, and I'm drinking the... On brand. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, the French word Neapolitan Stout uh, from Energy City Brewing. Um, I, I want to... I, I actually, I don't want to pronounce that, that word because I'm just going to sound like an idiot, but um, I'm looking forward to it. it. It promises layers of... Strawberry, cocoa, lactose, and Madagascar vanilla bean, which I got to be honest, I don't know how they're different than any other vanilla bean, but <laughs> it smells like there's a lot to offer in this one. So I'll hold off while I Google Ren and Stimpy episodes to figure out what kind of options I have, because it's definitely not happy, happy, joy, joy. Let's just, again, I don't like to jump that far too early, but we'll, we'll see how it holds up. Fair enough. Scott, what do you got in your cup tonight? Uh, this week I'm drinking Aggravated Murder by Bombastic Brewing, and uh, this one comes in at 14.5%. Uh-oh, Scott's getting hammered. Oh, yeah, it's on and popping. I am on vacation, and I'm getting kicked off right. It is an Imperial Breakfast Stout going against the naysayers that say you can't drink stouts any time of the year. Y'all can suck it. It is stout season anytime you want a beer. And uh, this one is funny because it's got ravens on it. And with the aggravated murder title, I actually think that it might be a dig at Ray Lewis. And even if it's not, I'm treating it as one. So <laughs> cheers to uh, Bombastic Brewing for uh, making this a sports-related beer. And on the uh, scale that we're using tonight, I'm going to go with Stimpy, you stupid idiot. <laughs> um, and I don't even know where that is, but I'm just going to say for right now, to start off, it's middle of the road. Because it seems as if it's going to be good but i'm a little afraid because it doesn't taste like 14 and a half percent oh that's scary i know i was gonna say i'm a little bit apprehensive so that's, we'll see how it holds up but that's where i'm starting that's a bit one. scary uh this week i am drinking cloud curtain which is a double dry hop galaxy double ipa this is Ooh. oat whip uh i don't know exactly what oat whip means they got like oat in the mash along with some lactose um this one's from mountains walking brewery brewery uh 8.5 percent brew um I'm going to say that this one, as of right now, is don't whiz on the electric fence. That's where this one falls in the Ren and Stimpy scale. Uh, Pretty high up. It's pretty high up there. Uh, Let us know below what you guys are drinking tonight. Uh, Give it a rating on the Ren and Stimpy scale all the way from no, sir, I don't like it, all the way to happy, happy, joy, joy. All new edition of Craft Root Sports starting up right now.
It is a uh, very important week for me uh, it, personally. Uh, I turn 36 tomorrow. Uh, I have my 10-year wedding anniversary on Friday. Uh, but neither of those comes anywhere near what I'm really celebrating that uh, this week. And that is Arsenal FC Cup champions, baby! Mute him for a second. Uh, this is episode number 200, everybody. Episode number 200 of Craft Brood Sports. Uh, yeah, we. I can't believe we've made it 200 episodes. This show has been through a lot. Uh, a couple of times I didn't know. We've been through kids. We've been through breaks. We've been through all kinds of stuff. And we're still here, still getting drunk, and still... We're still standing. We're still strong. Oh, there's still a global pandemic going on, and we're still here. Like... <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, I, absolutely. I can't crazy. wait till the next time there's a lockout. We're like, really? Like that? That's the <laughs> shit you're worried about? Come on now, give us something hard. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for sharing out the show. Help us out. Uh, get us in front of everybody. We got an awesome show for you guys tonight. Uh, we are going to talk some. Uh, we're going to have Scott do that hockey. Uh, we got fire or dumpster fire that we're going to bust out tonight. Uh, talking some athlete tattoos. Um, and we're also going to give you all the sports news that's going on this week. So be sure to hit share. Uh, as we mentioned at the top of the show, tune in uh, or comment below. Let us know what you're drinking. Rate it on the Ren and Stimpy scale all the way from no, sir, I don't like it all the way up to happy, happy, joy, joy. Uh, Scott, you ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge? You pump, I'll pour. I had to bring it back for 200. I had to bring and it I back. I had to pause there for a moment because I'm like, he brought it back and he surprised me. And that, mm. that, I did definitely didn't forget my line, but I was like, oh, man, he snuck that one in. I like that. I had to do it for you. Uh, also, since uh, since it's 200, let's get into We're going to do On Deck. But On Deck, we got a new sponsor for On Deck this week, everybody. You boys making big moves. Uh, this is why we're doing three separate beers tonight. We are now, our beers are provided by Beer Drop. Listen, everybody, if you want craft beer delivered directly to your door, all you got to do is hit up Beer Drop. Uh, plans start off at $39 a month. That's under $4 per serving. Our friends at Beer Drop can hook you up, fill out your flavor profile, sign up for one of their monthly plans, and they will curate a box of fresh, award-winning craft beer that will be sent right to your door. You can swap out your beers, add more, or skip a month. And also, if you don't like commitment, you can just shop the beers that they have there. Flat rate, $5 shipping. It's absolutely awesome. Uh, go in order. Go to craftrootsports.com slash sponsors and click on the tab for Beer Drop. Uh, fill out your profile today and get some beer sent your way all right fellas uh i i believe we got scott leading us off in upper deck or on deck uh today i think right yes we do uh so scott you sir for episode number 200 you are leading us up you're on deck Thank you, sir. And I'm going to keep with the story and league that keeps on giving. It's the NBA bubble. That's right. It's back <laughs> in, uh, on deck this week for me. And this time we're talking about actual games, which is weird as shit. I haven't watched a single minute of any of the NBA games, and that's not because I haven't wanted to. It's because I don't really care until the playoffs start. It's just like the regular season under any other circumstances. But my story this week is awesome because the Nets pulled off one of the biggest upsets in NBA history. In fact, the biggest upset since, upset since 1993. They were 18 and a half point underdogs, which isn't the part of the story that I give a crap about because the Nets beat the, the Bucks and yada, yada, yada. Bucks are supposed to be maybe Eastern Conference champions, whatever. More importantly, the Nets beat the Bucks. 
because they were hanging out at the pool in the bubble and they happened to be there with the Rockets. And the Rockets were like, hey, you're playing the Bucks. Here's some tips on how to beat the Bucks." And then the Nets went out and did that. Now, those of you who don't know anything about the NBA, the Nets are like a JV team. <laughs> like their roster consists of guys I've never even heard of. And we did, I did that story last week with uh, what's his name? The, the shotguns, the beers. And I didn't even know like, he's not even on the nets. Like I can't even remember his name now, but I looked at the nets <laughs> roster and it's like, who are these guys? Like it's not even guys that you've heard of. Like that may NCAA turn. It's the new Miami Marlins roster, basically. Right. Yeah. So, so, you know, basically they had no business beating it out. People will point to the fact that the Bucks are managing the minutes of like Giannis and, and some of their other star players, but that, and then they only played in the first half, but that's no excuse because 18 and a half point underdogs and these dudes did it. But, the, the Rockets, what do the Rockets have to gain by this? That's the funniest part, because the Rockets are in the Western Conference, and they're worried about helping the Nets in the Eastern Conference beat the Bucks. Like, it's just some straight-up hate. But you'd imagine just sipping my ties by the pool and being like, oh, hey, here's how you beat Giannis. It's not that big of a deal. He yeah. may be MVP, but the, the team's actually <laughs> easy to beat. So that's, that's what I'm wondering about, though. Do you think you, they gave them their best material? Or do you think they're like, all right, so here's like three or four strategies we know we got unlocked to beat them. But like, I'm not sure if this strategy would work or if like, you know, this no. defensive set worked. No, do you know? I'm no, just saying, do you no, think they're no, trying no, out no. their mid range strategies? No, nope. no, no. There, there was no they gave the legit. Good stuff? The, no, no, there was no legit basketball knowledge sent. It was just Harden and Westbrook. There's some bitches. Giannis is a bitch. He's foreign. He'll back down. He's mentally weak. All you got to do is hit a bunch of threes. You'll be fine. And they did. They shot. They shot fifty-seven threes and made twenty-one of them. So, so holy so cow! So you're saying they took the Dan Dockage approach? He's got weak eyes. He's got yeah. weak eyes. He's soft. Well, not only that, it's like you guys are a bunch of guys that we've never even heard of. Like this is the Rockets. Like, we, we've never even heard of you. So there's no way that they have. So they probably won't pay attention. They'll let you wide open from three. Might as well just keep chucking them. The, what's the worst that you can do? miss them i it's not like it wouldn't be any other day but they're here for the shorties come on and they won by three so yeah it was like one of the biggest upsets of the season uh and and possibly like all time with that that line that they had uh with how favored um milwaukee was in that game but i just love there was concern about the bubble going into it where they were like we might see the next super team come out of this because like teams have super teams have formed because players played together on team usa and they were together and they became friends and then outside they were like all right now we're a team so they were worried that the bubble might create a super team nobody predicted that the bubble was gonna uh bring about some collusion that brings down the bucks (laughs) i love it it's the that's so genius man uh, big fan Brian Berkland saying flopping on every single possession is considered game strategy now. <laughs> Fake news. Houston is trash. <laughs> I mean, Houston is mostly trash, but the fact that they're just sitting there by the pool. Anybody want some tips on how to beat the Bucks? We got them. <laughs> but of course, the funniest part of that is think of last year in the playoffs when they lost that uh, against the the Warriors when they they should have won that game. And what did they do? Miss all those damn threes in that game yep. six, which forced that game seven. So the irony that they were probably like, oh yeah, all you got to do is make a bunch of threes. And the Nets are probably sitting there like, didn't y'all miss a lot of threes when it counted most? Well, well right, right. But we said you got to make them. Like that's the that's the catch. Like <laughs> that's I, you the know, key. like you actually have to hit them. You can't just throw them up. You got to actually make them. But you know, if we could hit, if we could hit them, we would have won. That's that's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> so so the the real pro tips were just make shots. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, that's that's how you win a basketball game. <laughs> yeah, that's a it's score more Turns points out than. It's not that hard. Yeah, it's that it's is, that is in depth. it's kind of crazy. Fact, I can guarantee you that at the end of the game, if you make more shots than the other team, you will win the game. Not necessarily. I know. I just okay. wanted to throw that. Out. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, Ed from Part of the Punctuation, yep. uh, the the ever uh, Bearcat fan, pointing out Kenyon Martin played for the Nets. So be careful uh, talking trash about the Nets. Like nine hundred years ago. <laughs> And JB saying we've got community standards now. I don't know what that refers to. There are no community standards but around. Yeah, this show has no community, you mean community standards. Like the sitcom, because I'm about to get into that. You know, we uh, do have. I do have some standards when it comes to community, because uh, that's a damn good show. Uh, yeah, Drew. Cool, 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 cool. cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Drew, you sir are on deck. Charge. <laughs> So I ventured a little bit out of my lane this week to pick up this story because it was just too damn good to pass up. And and I saw the links scrolling through various, you know, websites looking for stuff, looking for content. And I was like, okay, that's funny. That's that's just that's a great joke. And it started off with one article that said WWE star Marty Jannetty posts troubling Facebook message about the first time he made a man disappear. <laughs> and I chuckled. I'm like, well, yeah, because he's a wrestling star. Like, naturally, he made someone disappear at one point. And I kept scrolling because, like, yeah, who really cares about Marty Jannetty and his, uh, his, uh, oh, shit, what's that thing called? Mullet. There you go. Got it eventually. <laughs> I don't know about you, Scott. This 10% is creeping up on me. I don't know who you're going to hold up with that 14 and a half, but. Uh, it's got me feeling warm and giggly. You feel a little toasty. <laughs> it's nice and cool outside too. I also so. didn't. I didn't eat dinner, so this is going to be. Oh, oh yeah, same here. I didn't even finish lunch, so it's going to be a great <laughs> night. So later on down the page, it then said police open investigation after former WWE wrestler. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, well, shit. I clearly got to read this now. So apparently, homeboy posted on Facebook. You know, because like. There's no better place to air out all your skeletons, pun not intended, but appreciated, than Facebook. <laughs> and I'm just going to read this verbatim as best I can while not doing my while doing my best to not offend. But dude says, I never told no one this, even my brother Gino, because Gino would have killed him. I didn't want my brother gone. Hell, he'd only recently home home from Vietnam, two words. I was 13 working at Victory Lanes Bowling Alley buying weed from a gay slur that worked there, and he put his hands on me. He dragged me around to the back of the building. You already know what he was going to try to do. New paragraph, because he was formatting al- amongst all the other multiple <laughs> periods he was using. I like how you screened yourself this time. Yeah, well yeah, right? done. Well yeah. done, Drew. Good uh, catch. We're on air Good here. catch. You know, we've got standards. Not community oh, standards, oh. but standards. <laughs> that was the first time I made a man disappear. They never found him. They should have looked in the... Catahoochee River, but Winnie, the girls in these pics, I likes you so damn. And then he goes on to talk about this chick. Like, I don't know why. Like, I don't know how these two topics relate, but clearly this all makes sense because dude sued the WWE for, you know, brain trauma and hiding, you know, what that could do to himself moving forward. But I've, yeah, I posted on Facebook, and now the Columbus Police Department down in Georgia is investigating him and this cold case, dredging up the river and such to try to find this body after a dude straight up admits to making a man disappear, even so far as giving them exactly where to look. <laughs> now, I'm going to be honest, it's a river, so it's probably fairly long, but it's a river near a town, like, it can't be that hard. And all I got to say, man, is if you had criminal minds or NCS in this case, bro would already be locked up. I'm I uh, okay. So on one hand, it's like mm, clearly CTE, right? On the other hand, I'm like, dude, what is up with Marty Janetti? Like, do you th- okay? Let's back this up for a second. Do you think he really made somebody disappear? He said he was 13 years old. 
So at 13 yes. years old, you think he killed a man and then yes. threw him in the... Yes. <laughs> also, does that make it so much weirder now to think about the Rockers? Like, I used to love the Rockers when they were in the WWF and, like, him and Shawn Michaels, they had their, like, the tassels I mean, why, around their biceps. Why would you feel differently? You, you had to know those dudes were crazy. No, well, I knew they were on, like, coke and stuff, but I didn't realize they were murdering people at 13 years old. That's pretty ridiculous. Look, man... You've uh you, you you've seen Always Sunny when they they pull in their ringer wrestler guy right, <laughs> which again now I'm feeling like my uh, rowdy rowdy know, yeah yeah there you go I was gonna say my CT sneaking up on me because I can remember shit as far as names R.I.P. like R.I.P. Yeah, rowdy rowdy but uh but yeah I mean you saw that dude and you had to go wow how many of these guys are there that don't make it to the league if you will that's and, a good point. Um, None of these dudes are normal. Can somebody? Here's the thing: every actual, just everyday hitman. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to say lot. actual pro athletes, because yes, wrestling is a very strenuous physical activity, but it's a little bit theater, a little bit athletic endeavor. They're nuts. Tom Brady's insane. Well, that's what I want to. I want to call up Ryan Nemeth now, and I want to get his opinion on this and find out uh, how many bodies he knows like how where are the bodies buried literally ryan because clearly dudes are 13 years old murdering people and uh you're just you, he didn't say that at all when he was on this show like he talked about sexual assault and like all this other okay fine there are people killing people and you're not going to bring that up bro come on and biscuit well, yeah, bring it up people are killing people you don't flap your mouth because you're about to get killed that's a good point snitches get Ford stitches movie with that uh that little amish boy that's a good point. aggravated murder has taken a weird turn <laughs> Oh, sorry, Scott. <laughs> By the way, Biscuit pointing out Marty said that was the first time he made somebody disappear, not the only time. Uh, so take what you will about that one. Uh, and yes, Scott uh, saying Ryan Nemeth is awesome. You can always bring that guy back. Absolutely. Nemeth was a, a great interview. Um, all right. I will close out on deck as soon as I can find the, the tab that I was on. Here we go. All right, fellas. Uh, so do you guys remember Elijah Moore from Ole Miss? You guys remember uh, that no. that wide receiver? He played for Naturally. he played for Ole Miss a, a, a while back. They were playing Mississippi State. Uh, Ole Miss scored uh, Elijah Moore scored a late touchdown that brought Ole Miss within one point, point. Uh, and he celebrated the touchdown by doing the famous dog peeing in the end zone move. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. That. yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't know he had a name. You yeah, let off that. Well, it cost uh, it cost Ole Miss fifteen yards. It backed up the extra point attempt. They missed the extra point and ended up losing the Egg Bowl by one point, all because of that penalty. Uh, it ended up costing the Ole Miss coach's job. Uh, like it was a big. T- to do that that this happened. You're going to get fired anyways. Uh, well, yeah, but if you win the Egg Bowl, it's kind of like Ohio State Michigan. You win that game, they give you some leeway. They're like, oh, "Okay, fine." Um, see, when you said the Egg Bowl, I immediately thought that it was just another one of those 50 bowl games before the Oh World no, no, no. Count. This is the, the <laughs> This is one of those stupid Ole Miss, rivalry bowl yeah, games. Yeah, the games. Gotcha. right, exactly. Um, so back up a little bit uh, here. Mississippi recently agreed to remove the Confederate flag from their their state flag. Uh, it, it's been on there for a long time, so they they voted, and the OWGs actually said, "Yep, let's go ahead and take that down." So they are they got rid of that as their state flag, and. In what we have come to find is a horrible idea. They opened it up to the public for ideas on a flag. Uh, they got over 2,000 <laughs> submissions uh, for, for what they should do with their flag. Um, 
somebody decided to submit they, the the only guidelines around it were it's not allowed to have the confederate flag on it uh and it has to have the words in god we trust and people did so some, how many noose submissions did they get oh, is the question oh, there there uh, may have been I some said news <laughs> no, like, no 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 it's a, new they're like oh they're gonna poorly. take away my flag well i'll show them in god we trust <laughs> noose i mean honestly scott how many of those people could actually use a computer I didn't say anything about that. Yeah, there were some hand-drawn <laughs> ones. There was also one they where can use somebody their flip phones to take pictures of the nooses they keep in their garage. There was oh, I was Jeez. I was going to say construction paper and crayon. There was one where they took the Confederate flag that was in the corner of the Mississippi flag like they left it all the same and they just tilted the Confederate flag so that instead of the cross it was like just up and down cross like it was the exact same thing only they tilted it it was like a 45 degree turn and they were like, "See, it's not the Confederate flag anymore." But somebody um, most likely a Mississippi State fan, went ahead and submitted a uh, submission with uh, Elijah Moore's penalty as the flag using a rainbow word art text that says, In God We Trust. Uh, I've fantastic. put that on the screen for everybody. It, that's what somebody that's, wants that's the Mississippi stuff. State flag to be. I have never – I don't care about state flags. I don't ever like pay attention to them. This needs to be the state flag. I don't care what it takes. This has oh, to happen. No, they, they missed an opportunity. When you were explaining this, I thought that the, he was peeing the words in God we trust in rainbow letters. <laughs> that would have been a winner. Yeah, no, I actually did too. The way you described it, I thought there was rainbow coming from the, you know, what would be his genitalia. They should have said, done that. Trust on the rainbow. That's that would have that would have been a way better way to do that uh, instead of the way that they did. But I, I love this idea of Elijah Moore peeing in the end zone as the state flag for Mississippi. Somebody needs to make that happen. I don't know who's on the committee. They need to make it happen. Uh, this has been on deck. Brought to you. Again, by Beer Drop, craftbreedsports.com slash sponsors. Click on the tab for Beer Drop. Get $5 flat shipping no matter how much beer you order. Sign up today. Get beer delivered monthly to your door with Beer Drop. Sell out. You know, you know what the best part about Beer Drop is? Is that you can sign up for that crate program, right? And so it's like, oh, yeah, you get this much beer every month. And you can tell your wife, like, yeah, babe, I just pay this, this 50 bucks for it every month. And, like, this is the beer that shows up. So when Beer Drop shows up with 80 beers, like, oh, no, is this great promotion they're running? Like, it was still 50 <laughs> bucks. Like, I had points because, you know, I really participated well in IPA week and stuff like that. And she don't know what you've been doing. They do have a reward. She listens to the show and you're busted. Scott, none of them listen. We've covered this. Yeah. I know, but there's that one off chance. <laughs> I'm willing they to risk it. Tune into this segment <laughs> of the show. Yeah, very possible. Uh, all right, fellas, let's stick to sports. That's what everybody wants. They want to stick to sports. Let's stick to sports. Let's talk. Uh, let's do some basketball first because there's not much. I mean, the bubble's going on. The Lakers get the one seed. Um, uh, the only thing that I saw that was kind of interesting out of the NBA this week. So they've got their virtual fans. It's like a Zoom meeting around the court. I don't know if you've seen any of the games. But oh, only the NBA has that. Interesting. No, I'm just saying they the NBA <laughs> has that. It was just a, a statement of fact. The NBA has that. I never said only the NBA has that. Uh, but they've got all Soccer these fans. Thought of it first. At some Jesus Christ. At some point 
there was a uh, there was a tweet that somebody zoomed in on a fan in the stands, and it looked like a woman had flashed during the game, uh, and they were trying to track down and find this woman and figure out who it is. If it was really, it, it I don't know if she really did, but uh, but that was a, a thing that's been floated around the Twitterverse that somebody flashed as a virtual fan. Oh man, I, I hope that it was oh. our good friends that uh, flashed them titties for the promotional the publicity stunt. Oh yeah, for the Super Bowl. I hope it was them. I, I hope they're getting back out there and not letting COVID get them down. You know what the best part's going to be, though, is when it was someone wearing one of those T-shirts that just has, like, the naked human painted on it. It could, it very well could be something like that. Very well could be something like that. But the Lakers get the one seed. Does it even matter? Mm -hmm. Like, does seeding even matter in the NBA playoffs this Uh, year? No, it it does. And it only matters because of the fact that the Lakers, and and this is one of the ones I didn't burn earlier, but I'm going to throw it in there. The Lakers actually pre-recorded every single introduction for every permutation of their lineup for the bubble. (laughs) Scott, we were talking about this pre-show before I think you signed on. And so the Lakers had their announcer record every possible lineup for their starting lineup while they're in the bubble so they could use that as their like home court advantage. But it gets better because those petty ass fools also recorded the intro that they play at home where uh, dude reads off all of their friggin' accolades and, mm. and does it in the sense of, and now celebrating their 60th year in Southern California's 72nd year in the NBA franchise oh was 23 Pacific, God. blah, blah. Did, dude did all that, and they actually went back and re-recorded that segment and then spliced it into all those permutations to include they got the one seed in the West in this year's playoffs. Wow. This is why people hate the Lakers. Yeah, this is it. This is exactly why people hate the Lakers. You're 100% right, Scott. Good Lord, that's annoying. Yeah. Um Cool. All right. Well, good for the Lakers. Uh, Anthony Davis doing his best to drag LeBron to another finals uh, and, and get him one closer to Jordan there. I can't wait till Russ and Harden is sitting by the pool. It's like, yeah, I mean, if you want to beat the Lakers, you just got to kick them in the dick. Just <laughs> for everybody. Is like, Draymond there? Because if, if you kick them in the dick, they can't shoot the ball. Wait, Draymond? They're just, like, they're just sitting by the pool, unsolicited advice to anybody who's walking by. Hey, you trying to beat the Lakers? Who are you? Oh, my God. Podcast segment idea. Russ and Harden sitting by the pool. Oh, That's man. all it is. Just Russ and Harden sitting by the pool just chatting. Just hating. Just just, just chopping it up. <laughs> just like, hating. All right, guys. Hey, I think yeah. I think we could do some Craft Root Sports Theater next week on Russ yes, and Harden sir. sitting by the, the pool. Uh, where... And it'll be totally factual based on real things that happened. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make that work. Uh, let's talk a little yes, football. Sir. Let's talk a little football. Uh, the big story this week in football the XFL is back. Triple XFL now, I guess. <laughs> For the uh, third time. Yeah, the 3 <laughs> XFL is back. The Rock is part of a group with his ex-wife and uh, some venture uh, capital. To, I did not see that note. But to be honest with you, the, it, this should totally come back as the Triple XFL. Like, it, it should like, definitely should be. The so Vin also Diesel Vin Diesel, like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, so Vin Diesel no, is the no, mascot. No, 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 or... So then, I mean, you have to Google tr- the XXX, and then it's like, oh, here's where you, no, 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 no. No, I didn't get to put the FL. No, dude, you know what the worst part is? is I'd probably end up doing that shit on my work machine at some point. I'm like a conference call share, and I'd be like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I'd be like, "No, uh, I was doing show research for this thing that I don't want you to know about either." Actually, uh, now that we mentioned it, moving on. But I missed that part of the story too, the whole ex-wife thing. But him and his ex-wife are like really good, like friends. Like they're, yeah. they're really cordial with one he another. He needs to talk to other, his buddy, Doctor Dre. Then and they've help had him other before things go bad. Business ventures together. So 
now. Yeah, she is. Ooh. She's now the first. I think she's the first female owner of a sports league uh, ever. Like she's the the first female to be an owner of the sports league. Also, the, they paid fifteen million for it, which I don't understand why The Rock needed his ex wife and a, a venture capitalist group to come oh. up with fifteen million. Like Mikey, come on now, you know how this works. You just want to diversify the risk across <laughs> a larger group, right? Like you get yourself a small slice in the early days, and then you let all the OWGs put up their money so that when shit goes south, you're like. Hey, I had a writer on all those marketing sales, so like, eh. Fine Yo, friend of the show, Matt Stanton, with the comment of the show so far. <laughs> the the new slogan for the Triple X FL is yes. taking another whack at it. <laughs> so is their first corporate sponsor KY or Vaseline? Dude, that is golden. <laughs> done matt stan well done uh that's <laughs> good give that man a prize also we got? i want to give a shout out to our buddy chris america chris america pointed out when this story went in the craft Roots sports facebook group he pointed out how does it feel if you're vince mcmahon knowing you sold off like all of those shares of your company in order to bring the xfl back only to turn around and watch it be bought by a former employee for 15 million dollars like he had to sell off half of his shares uh, of his company he would like invested so much in that goes bankrupt and then the rock just sweeps in and is like yeah i got 15 mil i got this don't worry about it like, i mean you're basically assuming that the steroids haven't eaten away as a brain so much that he actually knows what's happening like <laughs> we all in saw, touch right we now. all like, saw that on. uh that, that initial presser that they had for the xfl yeah. announcement coming back where it was like is vince all right like he seemed dead the dead xfl is the coming eyes. back uh what cities are you guys going to to be determined. <laughs> we, we don't know anything. All we know this is, is that people will stand. of Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> like, they're making use of all the technology we have right now to roll that bro out so they don't have to deal with, like, executing his will and all that crap. Like, it's... God, that... Oh. I would love to see that dude's liver. Oof. This also <sighs> just goes to show that, as I've stated many times over the years, The Rock is greater than any other wrestler during the Attitude Era, up to and including Stone Cold. Come at me. Dude, are you well, I Man, he said come at me. He I mean, I don't know. Don't I don't know me. because we don't know how many people The Rock has killed. Like, uh, there, he might not oh, have. Oh, you know there's some bodies buried. <laughs> there's no like, doubt. I feel like The Rock wouldn't kill anybody. He would just, like make them feel he would just emasculate somebody really nah, bad. remember like, the fanny pack uh rock pick, mm, that's you know, from, true from college his college days that that dude put some bodies somewhere. <laughs> well speaking of college days scott you found a story uh Good work. Yeah, about your your back your forward. backdrop too here that, that kind of plays into the story that you oh, had yeah, found yeah 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 I'm, I'm here live at colorado state the hotbed for college football, if you will, one of the power five schools that uh, is always in contention for national titles, um, which makes it so shocking and, and weird and just... I can't fathom it that uh, the, the the program got investigated by one of the local newspapers because there was whispers coming out of the program that they were covering up all of the uh, COVID tests by the uh, the players, and apparently at least 19 players had missed uh, a practice earlier this summer, and they didn't release any reasons why. And there, there's rumors and there's anonymous sources. Of course, there's like 10 players and coaches who you know wouldn't put their names on it, but <laughs> we're saying that uh, they were being encouraged not 
to if if they had any symptoms to not report it if they had any symptoms that you know wow. if they mispracticed that they weren't to say you know that it was because of covid or anything and that if they somehow did they would lose playing time oh, of Jesus. course you know colorado state released a statement and you know the the athletic department or the uh athletic director was like hey look whatever happens with the football program i don't know you know that we we haven't go. said that they should do anything throw like that, that coach right underneath that bus <laughs> ad yeah, good work we, we haven't said anything like that whatever's going on over there you know you have to talk to them uh but then you also of course had players uh i believe it was their quarterback um you know tweeted something he's got uh a, a a weak immune system and he was saying you know i haven't seen anything like that and i would be the first to let everybody know because you know my immune system is compromised and all this other stuff but it's pretty damning evidence that there's all these people saying hey you know <laughs> they're trying to cover it up here and pretend like it's not happening even threatening us with playing time and apparently there was one kid that uh i believe was a wide receiver practiced with symptoms and then you know, you know, after the after the practice was like, yeah, I mean, I had to practice because I didn't want to lose playing time just because I was sick. Well, so, so that's the thing that I feel like is uh, isn't stated enough when it comes to these teams coming back and college football coming back and this pressure to like get everything going again is. These kids, whether or not it's said, it feels like it's understood that it's like if you're not here for these voluntary workouts, it's going to look bad on you. So we're going to hold that against you when it comes to playing time. If you're not here to for practice, if you're not putting in the reps, there's somebody that's going to step up and take that job from you. And like, I unless your name's Trevor Lawrence, I feel like all of these coaches feel like these kids are just interchangeable, hey, right? Uh, sunshine, Ooh. sunshine. Oh, Sorry. Sunshine. my bad, my oh, bad. Yeah, I should use his correct name. Um, right. But it's like, like these these kids are forced to do this. And again, even if it's not explicitly said, like, look, don't report it if you have symptoms. These are college kids. They're going to try to do whatever they can to make it to the next level or keep that playing time, or they don't want to lose their scholarship. Whatever it is, they're they're dumb. They're going to do that kind of stuff and, and hide this from their coaches because we've built this, uh, this thing of you got to be tough. You got to play hurt. You got to play through an injury. And it's like, well, I got a cough. I can still play. If I go up to my coach, I'm like, I got a cough. He's going to call me the, you know, a pussy and tell me to get back out on the field. Like that's the, just the culture that's been built around football. So I'm not I mean, surprised it's, it's, at know, all like, about this. It's not this. just football. It's it's all of sports. Like it is. Like let's just call it what it is. The the only not golf. My golf I'm, coach was never like that. No, that's because they wanted you off the course, bro. Like that's different. <laughs> like they only brought you out when they're like, all right, it's gonna be a long shot here. Our best option is to throw Berlin against their number one and get him DQ. Berlin, see if you so. can get this guy to tell you what club he's swinging. Exactly right. Like that, that's that was your role on the team, right? You know what I mean. But it's it's that's what's that's what sports is in America. And I can only comment on America because I've never played sports in another country. I've beaten other countries, you know, suck at Canada. But uh, it's it's just the way things are. And it's not just football. Like, it's one of those things, too, with like I'm. it happens in hockey. It doesn't happen in baseball because they're soft as, you know, eggshells. But like, whatever. This guy's got this guy. Oh, I am. I'm throwing always all, with, I'm throwing all always the fire the, out there. Always right the now. digs. As always the digs. As I sit here and watch these shit-ass penguins come back and, and go up 2-1 on Montreal, but it's fine. Whatever. Well, Rex here's just the thing. We're going to tie it all day. 
this kind of ties into one of the stories we're about to get into in a second about, you know, these players, these college kids, like forming these coalitions and these groups and basically taking a stand and saying, you know, Hey, we're not going to play. We're going to do this. I mean, you got Patterson at TCU apologizing because he dropped the end bomb. We're like in this. Really is it, so actually, I, is that what he did? Cause I read the article and the quote, they said, didn't have him drop the end bomb. He called the kid an effing brat. But that maybe they didn't quote the full thing. No, so from what well, I from the the further I read on it, it seemed like uh, like and I, I again maybe I didn't get part of it too. But it's like after that, it was apparently that like he suspended a kid or told a kid he couldn't practice because he said niggas in like the locker room or in the practice room or something like that. And it was the That's fact what that it he sounded like but that. Yeah. But so I was like, so did he really drop the end bomb or was he just saying, here's what you said? So this is like, it was confusing, but either way, like, but like in this time period where we're talking about COVID and then, you know, everything blowing up with black lives matter and everything. It's like, there's this, we're in this really weird vacuum where these players in college have more power than they've ever had. And I, I mean, it's, it. it's weird to see that there's, there's still some that are so dedicated to like the structure of the way college sports have worked for so long. And then there's the other ones that are like, man, you know what? I'm going to skip this well, season because I don't care. Well, about so, but, but it's, but it's different here. And, and I'll let Mike give his wrong take here in a second. But like it's it's different because remember when Northwestern tried to unionize, right? Was that like four or five years ago? I got on WCPO I thought it was for like that. two years ago. I got on WCPO for that. Scott Scott sent a, a cameraman out to talk to me about that. I talked to that dude for <sighs> 10 minutes and this, the 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 quote he used uh, on the 11 o'clock news was, oh, I don't know, it's a slippery slope. And that was it. And that was the only quote that he <laughs> used. Sure what the, at the same time, that's like, that's the one of the best Berlin's uh, sound clips right there. Like, that's a I had, solid. Drop. I had like, and this is, I, I don't know, it's a slippery slope. This was back when I was against players getting paid. Uh, and I admit I was wrong, but I, I had, no, like, you're still wrong about that. Thought out. Okay. Well, I've changed my stance on that. I, I've come to realize that I was wrong, but I, I had no, like, you, thought you out want arguments. Players get paid, and that's wrong, but. We can get into that in a second. What? Wait. Yeah. What? Let's go. Ready? Uh, Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Are you pro kids not getting paid in college? No, I'm not pro kids. I'm pro kids being able to use their likeness, but I'm not pro of athletic departments paying kids because they can't afford it. What we're seeing right now is the economics of college sports are so razor thin that they can't take on any more obligations and pay kids now what they can do is let kids go and do that deal with the local skyline or go ahead and get a deal with the local you know car shop or whatever but they can't afford like dude there's gonna be so much fewer college sports next year because there's gonna be so many teams going under just by not being able to play i understand that for some of these smaller schools like colorado state and and that's i'll get back to my point about them here in a second but when you're when the highest paid public figure in most states is a college football coach you can't tell me their profits are razor thin they just are directing Mm. the money to the wrong people you're directing it to nick saban you're directing it to bill sweeney you're directing it to uh whoever's whoever's coaching at ohio state now i don't even know his name but like when urban meyer was there he was the highest paid uh public employee in ohio don't pay your coaches millions and millions of dollars and give some of that to the players. So I mean, you can't, it's the same, it's the same problem we see in baseball and it's the same problem we see with NFL quarterbacks, right? Like there's no reason that, uh, what's his name down in Jacksonville, uh, old uncle Rico should be getting, you know, 20 mil a year, but that's what the market will bear for someone in that position. 
there's no reason we should be paying $500 million for Mike Trout, but that's what the market will bear. And so the problem is, is if you try to say, okay, you know what? I'm not going to pay William Sweeney $5 million a year. I'm going to pay him what he's worth economically to the university and pay him $750,000. Someone else is going to swoop in and double that and grab him. Yeah, and the problem, the problem is you have to the, win football games to break in that cash. But the problem with that example is there's no rule against like quarterbacks or whatever within the individual leagues not being able to make that. You're money. absolutely right. You're absolutely right. College where it's like, no, those kids cannot get paid. So the football programs just divert all that money to the coaches because there's rules that say that the players can't get paid. They divert the money to the coaches because you win and you make money. If you win, the boosters come. And if the boosters come, you get paid. And if you get paid, then you can support, you know, swimming, diving, track, lacrosse, but the players, field hockey. Yeah, but the players are the ones who generate the funds. The players are the ones that win the games. They should, they should be getting a piece of that. Like, not just sitting there getting the giving everything to the coach who just draws up Look, play. here's the deal. If athletic departments turned a profit, I would agree. But there is not one athletic department in America that actually turns a profit. There was a there was a study that was recently done uh, by a, a professor in Drexel at Drexel, I think, who pointed out that uh, by not paying these athletes, specifically in basketball and football, because those are your revenue generating sports, specifically not paying those athletes who are predominantly black players, uh, they have robbed these kids of generational wealth in the like billions. Uh, and, and, and basically, and the basically, I they don't... said they they broke it down to what these guys mean to a university, and not just what they mean to the athletic program, what they mean to the students coming to the university right. because Enrollment, the school numbers, right. prestige. All of that. I don't disagree with all any of, that. of that. I don't. It was in the, the millions over the a four-year sure. four Okay, so you want to make those basketball players, those three basketball players on one basketball team at a given time, you want to make them whole great. But then what you're doing is you're cutting probably 50 to 75 scholarships from other athletes that get free educations. And if that's what you're willing to do, Fuck that's them. that's fine. Fuck them then. Cool. Let's cut it all then. Let's cut it down. We're going to play basketball. We're going to play football. And... <laughs> yes, okay, go ahead. Nope, we're going to play it. baseball at the schools. That, no, you know, we're not going to play baseball because even baseball schools are supported unless you're talking like Cal Fullerton. That's what baseball I'm saying. Yeah, okay. So the, Yeah, the, cool. The Great. So then we'll play baseball, baseball at like eight schools out in California. And then all of a sudden they realize, you know what? Wait, we could just go cherry pick people from like, you know, the rookie leagues and stuff that we don't need to go to colleges. Like, that's my point is that unfortunately, yes, these these handful of students at a given university on a given year, they get robbed. But by them getting robbed, they support the ability for dozens of kids to get educations that maybe wouldn't. Because let's be honest, it's not just basketball and football players that come from underprivileged backgrounds that can't pay for education. Yeah, but when you're looking at the most of those other sports, it's people that can afford it. If you're talking about the sports that don't generate any revenue, like, you know, okay, fine. Now we're like edging up against a philosophical debate. It's is the sacrifice of one worth the good of many? Because if there's a yes. tennis team where there's 13 rich-ass kids that come from OWG households, but two of those kids come from inner-city minority families that get free full rides to top-notch quality education that then creates generational wealth for their family, is it worth it that they get that education or that a guy that's playing basketball on the men's basketball team gets paid $750,000 for a couple of years, goes to the NBA for two years, and then burns out? 
I well, feel like we Arthur could. Arthur Ashe, you should have picked up a football or basketball and done a real sport. <laughs> <laughs> I feel Finally, like. Finally, someone brought us back to what this show is truly I, about. I was going to say, I feel guys. like we could we do a whole. Way too serious we got way, way too, too serious. I don't like this. This You two <laughs> having high ABV beers is not good at all. Uh, I want to go back to something Scott said before where he said, at this point in time, uh, athletes have this power that they've never had before in, in college. And I think that's 100% true in the cases of the power five schools. But when you talk about a school like Colorado state, these kids that aren't at a power five school that don't have the talent to play at a power five school, they don't necessarily have that same power that these kids have. So that's why they might feel like they have to go out and play even with COVID because otherwise where are they going to go? They're going to go Juco. They're going to go East Mississippi. Are they going to go Laney after that? Like they don't really have you know, something like a, a Pac-12 or a Big Ten player can—they're—they're they're good enough they're, that they can stand up a little bit more to the universities, and that's what we saw this week as well. Uh, the Pac-12 players actually threatened to uh, opt out. There was hundreds of them that signed. They—they uh, they went on a social media campaign uh, talking about how they want paid through a, a revenue-sharing model, uh, giving better, uh, giving better COVID-19 protections. Uh, big athletes follow suit today. Uh, yes. They they formed a unity group, citing things like better protection uh, with COVID. Uh, they want third party doctors that are approved by the players to administer the testing, not people who are affiliated with the university. They want whistleblower protection. Um, oh they, my God, they want basic human rights. Right. How weird of these college kids to want those things that they've been denied all these years. They That's want uh, the, the couple. Again, I'm not opposed to any of that. Any of that at all. The couple that they that stood out to me was they want uh, they want to preserve athletic eligibility, scholarships, and roster spots for any player who opts out or is unable to play more than 40% of their scheduled season because of COVID or a season promo- uh, postponement or cancellation. So wait, is, is that like the school and conference cancels games or like they get COVID and get quarantined? Either one. Mix? Either gotcha. one. In either Word. case, they want to be able to have protection that they still have a spot to go back to. Uh, also, and- real quick, in case you're still listening. Hi, Grandma Janet. Hey, Grandma. Thanks for tuning What's in. Up? Appreciate it. Um, so keep it clean, boys. <laughs> fair enough. We could do that. Uh, they also said, and this is where... I'm as kidding. I'm, don't just be real. As I'm reading through the list of what the Big Ten players asked for, this is where I was like, well, there it goes. It's done. They said they want coverage for all out-of-pocket medical expenses related to COVID-19, both short-term and and long-term incurred what? by active college athletes. That's and bullshit. that's where I was like, that's where they are that. not going to... What are you talking about? Like, like, no, that's like your work being like, no, 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 we got you. Yeah, you got to come in. You got to come in and work. But also, if you get if you catch the Rona, we got you. Even long-term effects. Because we don't know the long-term effects. Like, people are going to be Ain't screwed no for a that. long time on this one. Um, but to Scott's point, these athletes are, are almost unionizing. These guys are starting to demand... Some things that we've never seen athletes They're demand. Unityizing. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> oh, you get it. You get it. I, I think you can keep that one. Whatever. <laughs> also, I'll, I'll be like that dude from the uh, the former Washington football team. <laughs> and I'll just trademark a bunch of stuff. And if I hit one of them, it's worth it. Ah, oh, that guy. Uh, I was like, that which guy? guy? Yeah. The, Daniel, the I was Washington like, you're going to be like Daniel yeah. Snyder? That's oh, not good. Well, I mean, I got to be honest. Like, besides his poor moral character, dude's rich AF. So, like, I mean, 
we uh, we started to point out uh, this last week. I started to point this out, and the Big Ten players in their statement mentioned this, but they were talking about how there's no standard across the board. Some schools were testing once a week. Some guys were tested every two weeks. At some places, they hadn't been tested since June. Uh, so the fact that there is no standard across the board is what these guys are, are worried about. And they had a oh, dig. Oh, like the risk of American public? Shocker. <laughs> kind of like the NFL. <laughs> right? But they, they had... Kind of like our school teachers. <laughs> true. We need a new topic. This is too real. They had one We're of the best points, though. Although we have 14 viewers. This is impressive. They had one of the best points, though, where they said, uh, they were like, listen... The NCAA, who is so quick to regulate every single thing we do, we're not right. allowed to have jobs in the off season. We're not allowed to earn money a certain way. We're not allowed to Man, do this. We're not allowed to do that. Make you a sandwich, right? We can't get a ride home from somebody. They he still haven't stepped ribs. in. <laughs> they still haven't stepped in to put something in place for for COVID protections. And I thought that was the best line of the whole thing. Uh, and clearly, it's because you can't. You can't well, keep they, an athlete they, down with COVID protection, so we're not going to rush the regulations. They don't want forty-five yelling at him either. Like they've already been the wrong side of him a couple of times, so they're afraid of him. No, I don't no, think so. This goes deeper than no. whoever. No, no, no. This goes deeper than whoever's sitting in the White House. It, it all goes back to the fact that Mark Emmert and the NCAA doesn't give a shit about any of these athletes. That's the whole point. Yeah. Oh no, that was the initial care. premise. Like I don't care. Like we know they don't care about the athletes, but if forty-five says something. That it could hurt their ad revenue for whatever does start happening. Well, again. right, but I'm just saying they haven't cared for the, about these kids for a long ass time. So who's ever sitting in the White House? Yeah, and they may get pissy, may face a little bit of PR backlash. But the bottom line is they don't give a shit about the lives or the well being of any of these kids. They just want to make sure that they're not getting any money because it takes away from what they're getting. That's all. It, that's and all. That's what it comes down to. Ooh, no, and this one I think it's more they don't want to be liable so they can get sued later. Well, right, but uh, you're opening yourself up. You didn't think you could get right. sued by you not paying the players and not. doing an EA Sports video game, and Ed O'Bannon showed that you can. So if you push ahead with this uh, this season, despite uh, Which not also setting anything... Which Ed O'Bannon, because he took away one of the things I love most in life. <laughs> uh, all right, let's... I will uh, throw this out here, though. All right, ready for this? This is, a, this is an alternate history. This is how we solve this problem, right? This is what we do. We bring Brack NCA football. We bring Brack? I'll bring, a, I'll bring a Brack. I definitely want to bring Brack. I would love to bring Brack some stuff. <laughs> and we start with NCA football. That should be a new segment. Bring Brack. Bring a Brack. <laughs> Says the asshole drinking 14. How, like, hey, DJ, that bring like, that Brack. I'm over here done. Like, you need to catch up, Scott. You're ruining an amazing point here. And we haven't even gotten into do that. Okay, okay, yet. okay. All right, everybody, All calm right. down. Bring it Brack. Bring it We're going to bring a Brack, Brack NCA football. All the proceeds, all the revenue go to the NCA scholarship fund or going to fund athletes treatment, healthcare, whatever during this crisis. And we have the athletes play full schedule, conference, non-conference, all sports, esports style. So you have your left tackle play as the left tackle in NCA football. Your wide receiver has to run his route as he would in NCA football. Mm, I don't. I I gotta be honest. I watched. You gotta stop drinking anything over eight <laughs> <laughs> percent. That's what I think about this. All right. You would probably. I gotta be honest. I would love to watch that for maybe like 
10 minutes and I'm like oh this sucks right because that's what happened at the beginning of the pandemic was all these people like I remember watching ESPN where I watched NBA players play NBA uh, video games and I was like at first I was like this sounds amazing and then I watched I was like God, I can't do this. I can't get into this. I can't. I'm sorry. I just it would, can't it'd be watch even it. Worse because it'd be like the old school, like electrical football games, where all the players just like. Now I'm back on board. If directions. that's how we're doing it, I'm back that's what on I'm board. About. Like every single player plays their position. Not not of video game. Dudes playing on the field at the same time in football. I want electric. I want electric football back. That's what I want. That's what's going to happen. Uh, LSU revealed uh, this week their their COVID protocol Holy shit, face Scott, masks. A black hockey ref. Hold on a second. Whoa. We got to wrap that up by saying, bring back, bring back electric. You can't even say it, idiot. <laughs> I know, because I'm sober. Uh, well, so that sounds like a you problem, son. LSU, we are going way long on stick to sports, guys, by the way. We we went off the rails being serious and talking about things. It was awful. Uh, people. This is Matt Barr's fault. People All don't right, want to see bring that. Bring it back. Bring it back to the drunkenness. Um, you know, if Joe was here, he would have told us to move oh, on. He would have told us move on a long, long time. time we would have been getting this move, and he would have been mad at Scott, and he would have rolled his eyes at you. It would have been a whole thing. Uh, LSU, uh, they gave their players their helmets this week. Week that have the COVID face mask, the the face shield built into it. Oh, the Oakley thing. Uh, yeah, the 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 spit guard they're calling it. Uh, this is what an LSU linebacker had to say on TikTok. I don't know if you're going to be able to hear this. We'll try it real quick. Let me see if you can. Oh, hear this. Something I can't fucking breathe out of this thing. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, I can't fucking breathe out of this thing. <laughs> yes, sir. I can't fucking breathe out of this thing is what the kid said. Uh, and that's what we're just marching these kids out for because local economies depend on f- college football. So here you go. Here's a sheet of plastic over your face. Go out there, get some CTE. We're not giving you any type of health benefits for it. Good luck. The swimming team depends on it. Get the fuck out there. Let's talk baseball. <laughs> I didn't even think about that angle for so long. They're like, eh, run them out there. We don't care about their livelihoods with broken legs, all that other stuff. CTE, no big thing. Eh, COVID, just add it to the list. That's what I'm, that's what, like, this whole thing comes down to, like, of course they don't give a shit about COVID. We got to get this, we got to keep this money train rolling. There has been, nothing stops There has been studies that prove that getting bashed in the head your entire life causes brain damage, and they're just like, yeah, you think we're going to let COVID stop us? Get the fuck out of here, son. You want that you know scholarship? Go run out that tunnel. Because if this rational conversation oh leads God. to me not being able to get blackout drunk and to go yell <laughs> about teenagers <laughs> smacking each other on the field in Notre Dame Stadium, I'm going to be so pissed. Oh, it ain't God. happening this year. I'm going to have not to find something adult and mature to do in the fall every Saturday for four and a half hours. Hey, you can still drink. You justify better, drinking. You better bring Brack Pinochle. <laughs> I don't think that shit was ever here, Scott. So I don't know about that place. We should bring I, Brack, uh, Katie though, and her drunk ass calls. Where's she been at these days? Uh, we Katie's calls are banned from this show. Uh, all right, oh, let's talk. That's fair. Let's that's talk baseball best, real really. quick. Uh, let's wrap up some stick to sports with some baseball talk. Uh, I'm glad Matt Barr is in the chat because Cespedes went AWOL this Damn week it. for the Mets, uh, and then. They they like the Mets released a statement that they were like, well, we can't find him. We don't know where it is, which start like people got a little nervous. They were like, did Cespedes get murdered? Like, is he gone? Like, what happened? And it turns out he just opted out. He told his agent he was leaving. He packed up his shit and just went home. Uh, and the the 
the Mets had to know because that same day they traded for Billy Hamilton, and then uh, he's still in the league. Yeah, baby. Now he's with. Wait, the Wait, hold on a second. They traded for him. Who the hell had him? Oh, maybe they just picked him up. Maybe he. I was gonna say maybe he had to have been on the wire. I don't know, man. Uh, let's let's Google that one. Because uh, <laughs> the Braves had him to end last season, and then they they didn't resign him, and that was the last I heard his name. Uh, let's see what happened here. Um, let's see. Uh, while you're doing that though, the funniest part is listening to that from the Braves side of it. So I'm listening to the game cause I was out and about, I'm listening to it on the radio and they're like, so, uh, by the way, uh, was not in the lineup today and it's because he just didn't show up. Uh, Mets are concerned. They have no idea where he is. They, uh, tried reaching out to him and couldn't find him. And I'm like, huh? That seems kind of weird, but of course, my first thought was they're in Atlanta. Somebody check Magic City. Scott's saying the Giants had him. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's uh, He was with the Giants. They traded uh, a pitcher for him. Also, as I was researching that, and I'm, I'm glad, he uh, apparently missed his debut or was late for his debut or something like that. And uh, the reason why uh, the, the Mets offered him a train ticket that would get him into town for Tuesday night's game, and he said, quote, I told them I watched too much Criminal Minds for the train. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Is the is that Billy Hamilton or is that? I guess yeah, that's true. If it was Billy Hamilton, hang on, let me do this. Is Billy Hamilton? Hang on, I got to get my Muppet voice oh going. Boy. It's going to be really oh tough to. Boy. I told him I, I watched too much Criminal Minds with the train. <laughs> that's my Billy Hamilton impression. <laughs> and look how red red he is after not drinking a double digit. Uh, it's eight point four. It's close enough. Uh so that's uh, that's a, a baseball story for you this week. Also, the Reds and Tigers, Drew, your team, my team, took part in Major League Baseball history. The first teams in MLB history to take part in a scheduled seven-inning doubleheader. Um, I think the MLB owes me a thank you. Uh, you're welcome for giving you that idea several months ago instead? on this show. What's that? Can we get money instead of a thank you? Well, no, I mean, no, fuck that. We're just taking Rob's job. The three of us can be better commissioners. The three-headed commissioners. We probably better. could. Yeah, we could totally do that. Rob, we'll just take his salary and divide it up three ways, and we'll figure this. My thing first, out. my first rule as uh, this commissioner uh, tripod that we got going on here: baseball is only seven that innings long high. from now on. That's it. Baseball is a seven-inning game. Uh, okay, cool. Mike's out. What do we got, Drew? <laughs> Did you watch those seven inning double headers? That was amazing. It was amazing. They were done in two hours. It was dude. You the still watch seven innings of baseball. All right, Drew's out. Uh, so Scott, back to me and you. Uh, we no, got to so, No, no. Like, here's the part where I have to watch like, the game. We can meet clearly. At, Rob doesn't. We can meet on common ground. I'm all for your. If it's tied after nine innings, it's just like that's it. Like it's a tie. Like oh, you're you're that. on board with that despite being. Wholly against that when I floated that idea last year on this show. Interesting. No, it's all about compromise, you SOB. And I'm saying I will get rid of your seven game proposal or seven inning game proposal, which is stupid, in favor of, okay, you just go nine innings. And if it's tied after nine innings, then we we wrap it up and go home. Okay. Actually, I'm cool with that. I'm going to amend both of those. I'll take that. I'll take that proposal. First of all, after nine innings, instead of it's tied, how about we just do the dinger, slinger, pain, bringer, We've talked run derby bad off. No, I right? want to tie. It's done. I don't want to sit around in the the stadium until so you really want to kiss your sister. Like I don't know what eighty percent of the game says. The, the soccer fan who's 
They that's what happens in the regular season. They end well, in yeah, ties. because we actually run and exert ourselves physically for over an hour and a half. This is baseball ridiculous. players sit there, scratch their nuts for like an hour, and maybe they'll jog to first base if someone's lucky enough to get hit in the head with a ball. Okay, I, come on, seriously. Here you go. Seriously. Did you guys know the Pirates and Twins game was delayed this week because someone fl- was flying a drone over the stadium? That's awesome. <laughs> was it Trevor Bauer? <laughs> <laughs> That's immediately what I thought of, too. I was like, get Bauer out of there. We need him, bro. Uh, but no, Bauer they, outage. Get out of there. They, like, freaked out. The umpire spotted the drone and, like, pulled the players off the field. And it wasn't even, like, a like a, a real high-tech drone. It was just some dude that wanted to see the game. So he flew the drone over the stadium, and they freaked out and, and <laughs> no, pulled the players. No COVID up here in the friendly skies. Up, oh, they're not playing the game. This is a bummer. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait to get a glimpse at this game. Where are they going? What's happening? What the hell are you talking about, JB? You never watched an entire game. Son, I played on the field during an entire game. I watched all of it. This has been Stick to Sports. It got way too real in the middle there, so I apologize. Thank you guys for sticking around as we got through Stick to Sports. Also, that's the longest we've ever gone. I want to give a shout-out to our sponsor, Boss Man Brands. Listen, everybody, uh, we got the hookup for you, whether it's an NHL playoff beard, uh, whether you're rocking a quarantine beard, or you got that baby face, our friends at Boss Man Brand can help you out. From supplements that are going to help your beard grow stronger and fuller to beard oils, pomades, and conditioners, Boss Man Brand's four-step process will get your beard looking its absolute best. Even if you don't rock a beard, they've got razors and lotions to make sure your shave is smooth. Head on over to craftbrewsports.com slash beard. That's craftbrewsports.com slash B-E-A-R-D. Use the code sports at checkout to get 15% off your entire order. Sell out. All right. Uh, it is oh. it is time. It is time for the highlight of the show. Everybody's uh, favorite. Everybody shut the hell up. <laughs> Click record. <laughs> Sit your children down, tell them to shut the hell up and listen. This is something that's going to change their lives. It is the best of the best. Yes, it is that time. It's what everybody was looking forward to. Scott. As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Do that hockey, baby. Uh, Hit us up, Scott. What do you got this week? Well, they're back playing hockey games, and I saw that um, the the Penguins won a game the other day. I I also saw um, Tyson had hit me up with a a couple of stats that I already forgot. Um, Best of five series is going on uh, concurrently with the the, the knockout tournament, and uh, things are are good. You know what they haven't had? They haven't had a COVID scare uh, during all of this, so I I figure that that's a a huge plus. They're not going all baseball with it where they have to cancel a bunch of games. Uh, Nobody's sitting by the pool anywhere uh, giving out advice on how to uh, beat other teams, so hockey is doing its thing. There's there's a lot of ice, a lot of Zambonis, not a lot of fans. it's good times. Not hockey. a lot of fans. I love when Scott does that hockey. He breaks it down so well that even the most base level <laughs> fan can understand what's up. Uh, that's that's what I'm hearing for. I am Absolutely Joe. Positive. I am Joe Everyman when it comes to hockey. Baby. Uh, Scott, as you're watching this, uh, you know the the best of five and the round robin. Uh, what's stuck out to you about these teams? Like, what's shocked you uh, going on there? Connor McDavid. What about him? <laughs> <laughs> Full stop. (laughs) He's just been really good at hockey. Yeah. 
and uh, the, the lack of black players is still concerning, but less concerning than baseball because there's there's at least a growing number in hockey, so they've got that going for them. Uh, besides the uh, you know besides the the hockey, is there anything that stands out to you about the uh, you know playing in the bubble with a, with lack of fans and you know what what is that? How did, uh, for a, a hockey fan like yourself, how does that change the mood while you're watching? Uh, you know, from a, a rowdy. Uh, arena that's going crazy and the gold songs are going off like to this silent arena what you know what's that all about how's that feel well i will say um that we we've talked about it many times on the show that the nhl has the best playoffs of any sports hands down it's not even close and there is a lot missing from not having the fans i mean it's just not the same when you have these guys fist pounding and you know hugging and all that stuff after scoring goals and you don't hear the roar of the crowd and and don't see all the the shenanigans that go on so like the intensity doesn't feel like it's there but i mean maybe that'll change slightly when they actually get into like they get past this first round of preliminary stuff so i i gotta ask a question here and this is actually letting scott off the hook a little bit but like i heard the announcers talking earlier in the avalanche game of of cole mccarr scoring his second playoff goal of his career and about lost my damn mind this ain't no goddamn playoffs right now like Am I wrong? Like, does that does should this count as playoff hockey? Well, yeah, and that's the thing. And not just in in hockey, it's it's like with all these sports going on. Like, how do these stats count when you're talking about the history of the game? Like, when when you look at the record books, you know, five, ten, fifteen years from now, like, how is this stuff gonna be recorded? And where do the records go? And I, like, that's a big point of confusion for me for like all of them like baseball like none of this makes sense as far as how they're gonna like actually record this it almost feels like it's just a thing that happened and just kind of put you put in the the record book oh yeah 2020 they played hockey but you know uh stuff happened and and this team won but it it was weird (laughs) it was weird that would that's just (laughs) it was weird (laughs) what what happened the cliff notes version of the right pandemic (laughs) it was weird what happened in 2020 was weird man <laughs> went down. Like, uh, it was super so, weird so further further proof that the wives don't listen to the show and, and i love mine dearly but i asked her i texted her real quick i was like hey babe you want to bring me a real beer i'm not trying to get into these backups yet and and she brought me the aggravated murder <laughs> so so um i'm gonna pass on that and go to the backup beers because i cannot be face down before <laughs> you, the show i was gonna ends. say you mean you're not going from a 10 percent to a 14 <laughs> no that sounds like a bad idea so uh I, I i have a couple questions to throw your way scott so um what do you feel the rangers have to do to get back in the series get out of new york the hurricanes yeah yeah, it's, it's all about the escape from New York because nobody wants to be in that state or that city with those horrible fans. Right, so and they're and they're the first, not because they're, they're in Canada. They're first, the first thing is to not be in New York, which I mean they're currently doing because they're in Canada. Right, playing, right, right. But I'm just saying, like sure. as an organization, they need sure. to move the organization away from New York. Hey, Drew, oh, real quick, didn't really uh, uh, didn't the Rangers just get swept? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They yeah, cleaned them out in three game series, so the Rangers actually they got sent home. Uh, well, I mean yesterday. that makes total sense because it's hurricane season. We've got that uh, <laughs> oh, it's fair. It's yeah. I that I can't pronounce right now, um, and it, it's Iglesias. taken out Iglesias. Yes, that sounds. About I've heard he's a great shortstop though. He's not no, a good. He's not a good on. closer. A winger, you idiot. Oh, Jesus, sorry, we're talking sorry, about yeah. hockey. Uh, 
Scott, so uh, w- I mean, going off of the Rangers being eliminated, um, there was concern that one of the greatest traditions in all of hockey was not going to happen because of COVID, uh, and that is the post series handshake line. Yeah. Uh, how did you feel about the the Rangers and the Hurricanes going with fist bumps after the end of that series uh, to to close it out? As a you know a diehard hockey fan like yourself, I, I mean that's fine. It, it's again you know you, you you learn to live with it. But the fact that there's no fans is what is what makes it really weird. And besides, I don't even think that's the best tradition. I think the best tradition in, in hockey is throwing things on the ice, whether it be hats, oh. hats or octopi or whatever. Octopi. Like those are the best traditions in sport and and, and, and hockey. Did did you, did you happen to see that Scott this week when they actually did throw some stuff on the ice? How? There are no fans in the stands. Well, look, the NHL takes this bubble very seriously, and not just in the terms of safety, but making sure they curate and cultivate an authentic hockey experience. So a hat trick was scored earlier this week, and yes, ladies and gentlemen, the ice girls are still there doing their job, and they ran down on different areas of the ice on the outside of the glass and chucked hats onto the ice. I love that they maintain the authentic experience. I love that they actually impressed. I love that they threw the hats and then had to run onto the ice to clean up the hats that they threw. (laughs) So here's what I want to know. They're using those hats all all, all playoffs, right? The same, They've got it's to, like the yes. same 20 hats. And they'll right? blame it's it on be. COVID. They'll just be like, we can't get new hats in. It's got to oh, be the yeah. same these hats. We've got to reuse these. Afterwards, we spray them down. You know, that's the thing. And JB brings up a good point about the handshake line. Uh, the players are tested on a daily basis. They're in a bubble. On top of what he's saying of, you know, the, the fact that they're tested, they also just spent three games beating the shit out of each other playing hockey, no, and you're not going to let be, them they, shake they hands? They fight each other. Right. Like, grabbing and punching. But that is, it's, shaking, it is yeah, as dumb yeah. as the NFL they, banning jersey exchanges after games uh, for the coming season. You can't social well, distance the NFL on a check in the jerseys to sell. That's, that's why they do that, Mike. <laughs> yes, that's that's a fair that's point. Though, um, um, going back real quick to the hat trick thing, also, did you? I don't, uh, well, I know you didn't, Mike, because you're not watching hockey because you're not as dedicated a hockey fan as myself and Scott. But idiot. did you guys I mean, you see the, the pregame idiot. rituals and the superstitions that some of the players are still carrying out, even though there's no fans? No, I, I didn't see it, that, Scott. You it, probably it, saw that, Scott. Why don't yeah, you tell us you about that? Which one was your favorite? Um, the one where they they don't wash their uh, their jockstrap for the uh, the, the entirety of the series. I, I I still like that they they're going with that COVID be damned. So uh, did you just some traditions? Wait, care. hang on, hang on, hang on. I gotta break the fourth wall on this. Did you just pull that from the Mighty Ducks? Is that where you pulled that one from? Was the Mighty Ducks? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad somebody's keeping up with me on doing that hockey. Right, doing that hockey in the way that only we know how here at Craft Breed Sports, ladies and gentlemen. Scott, thank you. Uh, are you? Oh, wait a minute. You're oh, gonna hold oh, no. Go, go ahead. Shit. Go ahead. My bad. No, 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 actually doing this. No, they're 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 chucking pucks over the the boards. They're handing sticks off to just no one or random employees <laughs> because as part of pregame superstitions, hockey players are very dedicated to that. And uh, that one asshole on the Penguins, I can't remember his name because they're all dickheads, uh, likes to always flip a puck up over the, the, the glass to some shithead child that's had their future ruined by being a Penguins fan. Damn. But he's still doing it to empty seats in the stadium. I'm okay with that. I, I love that. 
I love it. Might as well keep traditions alive. Yeah, because that's one less puck a Pittsburgh fan gets. <laughs> uh, Scott, uh, are you of the Midwest? Now that you're, you know, a, a week into your uh, your play-ins here, are you sticking true to your same predictions as last week? Yep, I'm feeling good. Um, last week I picked um, Washington and mm, somebody. Uh, Still going with Washington and somebody. Yeah, so we're gonna stick with that. Uh, Washington, Washington over and someone from the east, or no, no, no. C- come on, man. Washington and somebody from the west. I, I know that Washington oh, is in the east. Do you nice know where try. Washington's playing their games? Mm, uh, Out of, of the Toronto two and cities? Edmonton. I'm gonna go with Edmonton. God damn it! Seriously, dude. <laughs> Read a map. Well, I mean, I know Toronto is more eastern than Edmonton, but, I mean, what does that matter? I mean, how many of these – Detroit's in the Western Conference, and that's not very west, so what's your point? No. Oh, my God. Like, wow. You are so 2005, wow. bro. Scott, thank you so much for doing that hockey for if us. they hockey, let's do that hockey. Uh, really appreciate it. Well, job well done. Uh, do we it again next week for us. Black Linesman. There's, there's Black Linesman? There's a black line in the Penguins Canadians game right now where Carey Price is just getting his shit run all up in his face as that terrible man that coaches the Penguins said they're going to have to do to be able to break him down after getting just stonewalled the first couple games of the series. Dude. I really want to talk about my athletes, uh, my famous people. Athletes foot? So no. <laughs> No, damn it. I really want to talk about my famous people that are... Notice he okay, didn't okay. say, no, I don't have athlete's foot, though. <laughs> okay, we will get to... Uh, we will get wow, to... my wife said the exact same thing as you, Drew. You both suck. What up, Cheryl? <laughs> she, she randomly just says, athlete's foot. First m- words I've heard from her since the show started. From the cheap All right, seats. let's go. Uh, let's get into... You got a better thing to do. <clears throat> let's get into fire, dumpster fire. We should be able to knock this one out pretty quickly. Uh, so uh, this week... Uh, George Kittle, Scott's favorite tight end in the NFL, got a new tattoo. Uh, he got the uh, Master Chief from Halo. So what I want to know now, we're going to do fire or dumpster fire with athlete tattoos. Uh, here's the the sweet graphic that I, I queued up for this one. Uh, we are going to do some fire or dumpster fire. We'll start off with George Kittle's Master Chief Halo tattoo. Fire. Uh it is. I mean, it's impressive. I. Oh, it's I, a really good tattoo. It's like, really I mean, well we're just done. Talking about tattoos. It's a. It's a really well done tattoo. I think it's weird that like is Halo still a thing? I don't even know is if Halo is still a thing. Is it on thing. his inner arm? It's on his forearm. Yeah, the inner forearm. But like the inside. Yeah, which is so, like, fine. Is he staring at Master Chief as he's cranking down? Then. Mm, that's a good point. Is Master Chief the one that's like yank it? Maybe it maybe goes lefty, and it's not. You know, it's yeah. No, I, I love that. I mean, it's well. It's wait, so well all right. So real quick, do you guys go? You know, are you a switch hitter when it comes down to that, or do you do you bat with your your lead hand? This Master Chief <laughs> tattoo is fantastic. <laughs> I would agree. I think that I think it's a clean tattoo. It looks good. So I am gonna say fire. Scott, you're saying fire. Drew, you are outvoted no matter what. But fire, or dumpster fire on this one. No, oh, I love it. It's it's quality artwork, man. That thing looks sick. All right, so there you go. Uh, George Kittle's Master Chief tattoo is fire. Okay, so right. let's uh, let's move on. Let's go to our buddy J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith. Yeah, he uh, he's got this back piece, 
And in his back piece, it says just clownin, uh, spelled with a K, K L O W N I N. Uh, and then there's like these, there's like a guy in a clown mask playing basketball and there's like girls with clown masks that are dressed slutty. It's an entire back piece. Uh, Fire. That, the the it's like bubble letters that you see from like a teenage girl that writes in her notebook. Uh, Scott, you're saying fire on this back piece from J.R. Smith. Smith. It's and a Smith. tattoo. It's fire. That's a fair point. Uh, Drew, do you agree that J.R. Smith's uh, back just clowning back piece is fire, or is this dumpster fire? This is a dumpster fire. He missed a chance to get Harley Quinn on the action. Like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> also, just because of the clown portion i am also saying dumpster fire so i'm sorry jr smith uh dumpster fire of a back tat that you got going on there uh next up we've got marquise daniels uh sacramento kings player i believe right he plays for the kings scott oh, drew god yes he does uh drew drew busted out his clown background Every for me time, one of the 13 <laughs> jokers on that team this is another uh inner forearm tattoo and marquise daniels has a guy Blowing his brains out with a shotgun with the saying, only the strong survive above Dumpster it. fire. Uh, is this a full metal jacket reference? I No, it doesn't look like that's Vincent D'Onofrio no, in that. this is just a dumpster fire. Dumpster it's, fire. This is one of those really ones bad. you don't know what the hell it is. And you have to explain it too much. Like well, the saying like is fine how many enough. Bath salts he did before he got this thing done. I'm fine with the saying, but also like that's the one you go with on it. No, hard pass on this one. I think we're all in agreement. Dumpster fire, correct? Dumpster fire on that one. Uh Marquis Daniels, what the hell are you doing, that's bro? Such a weird tat. Uh let's go to uh Stefan Marbury. Stefan has a tattoo dumpster fire on his <laughs> On his head, fire, um, dude! Are you kidding me? There's no better, no better. Wow, that's going to be another bring it brack, isn't it? There is no better way to promote your brand and your shoe line than to put your Starberry on your fucking head. Yes, uh, the Starberry logo on his head. Starberry, the brand that was sold at Stephen Berry's for all of two years before they went out of business. Uh, and I stole, I mean, bought a bunch of that unemployed discount too, man. It was. I'm you know, playing. it's funny if you had a pair of the original Starbears, it's probably worth something. There's probably it probably is. No, they well they they were for a minute, Scott, because they went out of out of whatever they stopped manufacturing. I think three years ago, Stefan actually brought them back independent Stephen Berries because he's still. And this is what I you know honestly I give the guy props like he's trying to make quality basketball shoes that are fly for kids for like fifty bucks. Was it, it 50? I thought it was like 20 bucks. I mean, it's... No, it was, no well, they, you got to adjust for inflation, but it was also a little bit more expensive because uh, because he had to go independent with it. Like, he had to go and get a manufactured himself as his own brand. No, I mean, um, like, I love the idea and all that. I just, I, I thought that the logo on his head just looked awful. It, like, I mean, it's, it's in a bad spot. Like, if you're going to go head tattoo, uh, don't know. go in a place that you can grow hair and cover it up. I don't right. like that. Uh, Plus, but, it was the de-evolution of uh, him as a player like that's the thing like he was really good like there there could have been something with him and 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 Garnett there in Minnesota and then he just went crazy Gabe uh Gabe pointing out that uh there is a great great documentary documentary on Netflix uh kid from Coney Island I've seen it pop up in my recommended I haven't watched it yet I'm gonna try to watch it this week so thank you Gabe I will check that one out uh the the 
Still the people have spoken on this show, one. Uh, JB saying it's his lo- uh, it's his logo. That's dedication. Matt Barr saying JB Starbury is fire. Fan, so no one cares uh, what it is. Biscuit say. saying it's fire. So I, I'm going to have to side with the people and split this vote and come out and say that this one is fire. Uh, Stefan Marbury's fire. Uh, now, head By the same token, if Jordan went and tattooed the Air <laughs> Air Jordan logo on his head. Douchey. That's that douchey. Fire? No, that's no. douchey. No, but he's also dumb. not Why Stephon he, Marbury. He, he doesn't need the free marketing hang on though is it on his head because then maybe i'm okay with it uh no, of course same spot same exact spot that just the jump man sitting right there above his fucking left ear now nah, he's Ooh, what if you like one. tucked it down a little bit and had his legs straddling his ear though oh that's actually that's really fire that'd be kind of uh, cool. and i apologize like, oh, everybody i didn't have the, the chat dog. pulled up so i'm sorry to to everybody that uh that that was commenting on these and i don't know what everybody but people are chiming in thank you for chiming in keep commenting let us know uh biscuit said jr smith's was a dumpster fire yeah, a lot of jb's jb's reaction to the the marquis daniels was what in the actual fuck and then biscuit said courtney love approves so ah uh, well called <laughs> damn yeah. now that's a deep reference all right let's do one more this is a uh, polish soccer goalie i pulled this one just for drew because he is also a polish soccer goalie this is arter Bor- Uh, Oh, that's brilliant. Arter Boric has a monkey showing his asshole, and the asshole is his belly button. Now, this one... Fire. Yep. Yep. Fire. Fire. This one I would walk around my entire life shirtless just to show this shit off. This one here close to home for me because my dad used to make a joke when when I was younger where he'd say he had a tattoo... And it was a, a rooster showing his bu- his butthole, and uh, everything faded except for the the belly button where his butthole was. So to see this in action, like somebody really got that tattoo, amazing. Explains a lot about your childhood. Well, yeah, I, you know, um, uh, Matt Barr saying soccer is a dumpster fire, uh, but this tattoo is fire. I think everybody can agree that. Arthur Dork's uh, tattoo. This is fire. A hundred percent fire. That is such a yeah. good tattoo. Also, he's a little chunky too, so that just adds to it. It's not like it's on like chiseled out abs. He's got kind of some beef there. I love it. Fire tattoo on that one. Uh, this has been fire <laughs> or dumpster Wind fire. It's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what happens when you use wipes and like it doesn't come clean off. <laughs> That's true, though. Like, you got to dig in there to get out the yeah, lid. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna sometimes be... the wipe just stays. And that's <laughs> never a good time. Oh, another goal for the pens. Damn. <laughs> uh, let's give a shout-out real quick to our friends at Dugout Mugs. Uh, Dugout Mugs, everybody, this is what we drink out of here on the show. Uh, you can, too. Drink out of a bat just like we do. It is baseball season. Hit them up. Dugoutmugs.com slash craft. Get 15% off your entire order. You can put beer in here. You can put coffee, water, whatever you're drinking. It don't matter, hot or cold. Uh, the battle hold it all. Uh, dugoutmugs.com slash craft. They got every Major League Baseball team. They got uh, your own logo. You can put your own wording on there. Hit them up 15% off your entire order at dugoutmugs.com slash craft. Next time Actually, you do though, that read, though, I need you to do baseball season? Question mark? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you need to make sure that the inflection. Also, you cannot you cannot put everything in here because if you're going to put wine in here, you should actually get their wine mug, which they make. That's a good point. They have a different. wine. Yes, they have yeah. a wine glass that's uh, made. Oh, uh, not a. It's a, a wine what you, wood. What do you call that? It's like a goblet, maybe. It's like a wine glass, but it's wood. Pimp so. cup. Pimp cup. Uh, pimp it's cup. a yeah, yeah. It's a pimp cup. chalice. Uh, Excuse me. <laughs> 
Just be careful, because if you got to use it, you know, to smack a bitch, then, like, it'll soak in. Uh, all right, Drew, uh, it is time for you to uh, to help us out. Uh, we need to make some money. Uh, oh, people man. aren't yeah. hitting up uh, mm, sponsorships like they should. So, ching, Drew. Ching, 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 bing. <laughs> Drew. It's time to get paid, ladies and gentlemen. Get those Mookie's mad props for us this week. That's right, because let me just tell you this much. The NBA coming back has been good to me, ladies and gentlemen, because there are lines out there to be exploited. There are parlays to hit. There are 18 teasers and a half. that are basically free. <laughs> no, I stayed away from that one because I knew that was trouble. Anytime you see 18 and a half, like, no, they just, they're just trying to rob me here. So, uh, yeah, well, there's plenty of cash to be made, but you know what? I'm going to be honest right now. I ain't going to give you none of those lines because we're doing prop bets today. If you want to see how to make money, how to get paid to offset all the beer you've been buying and shipping to your house, you got to get at my Twitter account. And lying to your wife about. Uh, no, because I'm, <laughs> I'm breaking even now, Scott. All right? God. Okay, okay. I'm just trying to help you out. I appreciate it. I've been putting in work. So the first part of the, the first prop that I got going off this week, and again, I will take anyone's money if they want to put down cash on this this week, this day, whatever. Get at me and let's put it on the line and have some fun. More SEC violations in the MLB or the NHL this weekend. So that's that's Friday's game, Saturday games, and Sunday games. And those are things that normally under regular circumstances would get them fined, but basically the SEC just been like, ah, screw it, we give up. And so I'm cutting it. You've got a uh, you've got a minus ninety. I know a bit weird of a line. A minus ninety for the NHL to go ahead and beat the MLB, but I'm going to take the plus one twenty on the MLB to actually outpace the NHL for things that they should be fined for on live broadcast this weekend. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you why, and it's a very simple fact: nobody understands how hockey players cuss. <laughs> they, say, they say shit weird. They cuss out Tim Hortons, and you don't realize that that's basically saying they're going to bf you until your colon pops out. And because of that. They ain't going to get fired. That's a dirty so dangle take, right there. That's what that that's is. That's right. That's a dirty dangle. And you want to take that MLB getting more fines than the HL at a plus 120 and just take that money to the bank. That's a good that's one, Drew. One. What else you got oh, for us this week? There. All right. So I, I don't know if we know this or not, but there is a golf major this weekend. Sure I is, know. baby. Does it count? Is it a thing? Yes, it's a it's the PGA Championship, bro. It's a real thing. It's a, a I mean, Tiger's playing, so you know it's real. Sure. And so I've heard that he's thinking about switching his putter before the, the tournament this weekend. And so there's a prop going off at how many times they're going to talk about it at two and a half times <laughs> on the Sunday broadcast alone. <laughs> Mash that over. And that's why Mike isn't allowed to bet on this show, because I'm going to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, right here, Tiger ain't making the cut. So get your dollars in now, today Ooh. or Thursday before they tee off. And shizzle. hammer that under two and a half times they talk about it on Sunday. Because I'll tell you what, they're going to mention it once. They're going to mention it maybe twice. They're going to mention it three get... times before the intro's over. They ain't gonna... No, Scott, they ain't going to get to it on Sunday because his ass going to not going to have been playing for two no, years. Scott, that's here's why what... it's a sucker's bet because uh, he won't have made the cut and they're still going to be like, hey, did y'all hear about Tiger Woods switching his... Exactly. <laughs> now, Scott. Exactly. <laughs> they're going to be like, that's why he didn't make the cut was because he switched his putter. Well, now, as much as I'd like to agree with that, there's actually going to be other stories that carry the day more that will prevent that from happening. We'll get to that in a minute, though. 
So a little bit more of the boring stuff, and this is this is really a way to just kind of screw with your hockey friends, but Barclay Goodrow's ass is going to get suspended for a hit he laid today on a Boston Bruin. And I know what everyone's saying. The Bruins deserve it. There's no such thing as a cheap blindside hit in hockey because they're the Bruins and they they really are just terrible people. But we also have to recognize that this is the NHL and Bettman still has it in for original six clubs and nothing would sell more than the Bruins being back in this makeshift Stanley Cup finals. So Barclay Goodrow is for sure getting a one game suspension. It's going off at negative 200 right now, but you know what? Whatever. You got Duckett sitting around. Might as well make him work for you, right? Turn that dollar into 50 cents. No worries. <laughs> I have no idea what any of that means. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> I didn't follow any of that one. That's what I'm saying. Just go to your bookie and be like, look, I want 100 bills. I'm a boy Barclay Goodrow getting suspended a game. And I'll give take me a, a negative 200 line. Give me another PGA uh, mad prop I can put on here. All right, here it is. You ready for this? And, Scott, this is why they're not going to be talking about Tiger at all. So going into Sunday, Bryson DeChambeau is going to be in contention. And then he's going to see the, the finish line. He's going to see the first major in his career, and he's going to go super hard to push to get that win. And boy is going to flip the F out toss his entire bag of golf clubs in a pond and scream, God damn it, these steroids weren't worth my balls shrinking to friggin' grapes. Fuck this shit, I quit. After posting a five over on the front nine on Sunday. And that right there is why they won't be talking about Tiger at all. So I'm going to tell you again, right now, lock this shit in at plus 125 that Bryson Royd rages and loses his shit and you'll be smiling all the way to the bank. They'll be like, did you hear about that time at Perkins with the waitress and Tiger? They'll go find a way to bring up Tiger. Maybe. And I will say the last prop of this week, and that's the only thing that's more sure money than Bryson's shriveled testicles ruining his Sunday, is that I will cuss out a Bovada or Top Bet or DraftKings customer service representative for not putting motherfucking game lines up more than 24 hours in advance. Because what is this shit, dude? Like, any time that you actually play real sports, this stuff is predicted way in advance. I could bet parlays every day till fucking Sunday and actually put money down now to lock in my lines to my advantage, which really is to your advantage because my dumbass going to fuck up more than half of them and end up in the poor bank. But no, it ain't happening. No one wants to put out a line more than 24 hours in advance. So like, what the fuck is this? So at some point here, I'm going to lose my mind after five, 10% alcohols in a row and just have to cuss out some poor kid in the Ukraine about why his bosses <laughs> won't put shit on the line so I can lose my money. Absolutely fucking absurd. Absolutely absurd. Get it together, Vegas. We all know they're automated algorithms anyways. Just put the shit out here so we can bet on Wednesday, hedge on Thursday, then panic and lose our bank on Friday for a game that happens on Saturday. Get it the fuck together. This has been Mookie's Mad Props. I'm drinking a 4.5% button. Anheuser-Busch. <laughs> oh, by the way, that last one's going out off at minus... 2500 <laughs> i'm gonna mash that one uh all right thank you drew for the mad props this weekend can we get to our famous people in yes we can uh, is the, the thing scott has been looking forward to all day apparently <laughs> he's been super pumped for this uh so rapper j cole posted a video uh where he was just draining threes 
and Master P had said that he was like ready for an NBA tryout or something. I don't know. Weird situation, like a viral stunt. Anyways, uh, that they was got a the COVID. That was, he thinks that J. Cole can play in the NBA. Master P was like, J. Cole has a shot. He can do this. Uh, and the Pistons are giving him a shot. So based on this video, it's the Pistons. The Detroit Pistons exactly. were like, yeah, yeah, we'll let J. Cole uh, try out for the team. Fine. So that got me thinking, who is a celebrity that you want to see play in a professional sporting venue? Whatever the sport is, doesn't matter. Uh, you know, whatever. Uh, so, Scott, let's go to you first since you're so excited about this. How many do you have, by the way? Because I didn't prepare at all for this. Wow, you you put it in the dock and said, "Hey, let's have at least three to five for this." Three to five. That's what I said. Done. You're right. That's what cool. I said. I got cool, cool, cool. So I've got five because I, I I pay attention to the rundown. Yeah, sure I, you do. I did my homework and I did it, I went with an MCU theme. So I was like, oh, which of the, with the the actors in the MCU that I want to see play sports. Okay. So I started off actors with- or characters. No, 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 the the actors themselves. Okay, uh, okay, and and just based on their physique and their the what what's going on within the MCU, but not their actual characters. But uh, for my first one, I'm going with Chris Evans, Captain America himself, and I'm going to go with baseball because he looks suck like a dick, JB. Jack- Let's go Habs. He's jacked enough to uh, to have played in the Roids era, so I'm going with Chris <laughs> Evans playing baseball. <laughs> that's a that's a very good point on that one. Uh, Drew, do you have any celebrities that you want to see playing in uh in a professional sporting league yeah so i fucked this up i thought we were talking about uh the foursome we want to play golf with <laughs> i also i also have my foursome ready too which i'm really excited about so sh- 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 should i just so... do the segment by myself and and do my wait my i got MCU i got people that i, I got people that i want to play in i got people that i want in sports i fi- i've got my thing I've, i can do this i can do okay, this you've got go okay ahead, mike yeah. go ahead go yeah. ahead okay so uh, i'll go i'll go first then uh the first one that i want to see uh in a, a professional sport i would like to see uh cory matthews uh from boy meets world uh Fred Savage's younger brother, Ben Savage. I want to see him playing in the NFL just because I want him to get his ass beat for all the times he turned Sean Hunter in for doing something stupid. Corey Hunter, uh, or Corey Matthews, you're about to get your dick kicked in in the NFL. He was like the worst best friend you could have. He was terrible. It's like, bro, cover for Sean. (laughs) Let him sneak out. Why are you being such an asshole about this? You had one job. Did you see his curly ass hair? Like, what do you expect from a kid like that? He might as well have been a ginger. You wow. got to bang Topanga. Wow. The least you could do is cover for Sean. Mm. No, he never banged Topanga. He didn't he get to bang her until they got married. That was, I was just going to say, eventually he Do you think he, he ever actually touched he her He had a kid her with her, so I know that. he had sex with her at least once. Don't you remember the, the prom episode? Mm. The prom episode, they yes. went up to her know, room, and he couldn't shit. do it because he ran into his dad at the ice machine. But what I'm that saying got really is, weird, in Girl Meets World, they have a daughter, so he banged her at least once. He did hit it. Well, he hit it during Boy Meets World. doesn't mean you had sex. He hit it during Boy Meets World on their wedding night. Night, no, they was... Speaking of wives that never listen, hi Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Great timing. <laughs> All right, uh, I got one for you though. I do have okay. one here. Uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, the creators of South Park. I want to see them actually play basketball. <laughs> and I don't it's know funny because when you said that, That's I was good. like, you said the creators of, and I was like, basketball? Yeah, let's go with the sport that they actually created. I would love to see that. Yeah. I also would love to see I mean, them as a, I would love to see them as a doubles tennis team. That would be a solid doubles tennis match. <laughs> oh my match. God. Wait, 
them versus the Williams sisters. Yes, that would be a That'd great be matchup. Also, they would just be doing psych outs from baseball the whole time. Uh, they I want to see raise I, a ton of money for charity. I want to see the two of them play against Kim and Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> so we can get the uh, the fish dicks episode. Like oh, we can we, we we can get that hammered out because Kanye's still mad about. Look, that. Look, I'm gonna so. be honest though. I do love fish dicks. <laughs> Scott, who's your, Every who's your next celebrity? <laughs> uh, my next celebrity sticking with the MCU is Chris Hemsworth. He's from Australia, and I want to see that dude play some rugby. Oh, that's, that's a good that's one. A sport there, so I'm going with Chris Hemsworth. That's a sport there? I You could have gone with Australian rules football. That would have been a, a much better no. choice. But, uh, yeah, no, you're going to no. go rugby. Uh, okay. We should talk some Australian rules football, but not tonight. Uh, I, I'll go. I, and you know what, Scott? I don't know if you're going to pick up on this, but I am also kind of going with a the theme here. I want Carl Winslow from Family Matters to be <laughs> a hockey goalie. Yes, I like it. Yes, uh, I want Carl Winslow as a hockey goalie. I want him to, but I don't want him to wear the new age hockey stuff. I want him old school, like Jason, Jason Mask. Mask. Yeah, yes. just standing in there, uh, and yes. then like after he stops, when he just gives us a lecture about uh, being a uh, uh, growing into Saying no to drugs. Time. Yeah, just They're like just like you're you're an adult now. You need to grow up. But, like, but more importantly, more black hockey players. Yes, like exactly. Like Another it. guy you won't. Don't remember the name hockey. of yes so another I, so i got i got another one and so i did i did prep for this i just had scrolled to the other part of the notes but that's so that's my bad but so mike you gave me a little bit of inspiration what i was gonna say previously was i would love to see kira knightley play soccer mm. like she didn't bend it like back shit i'd like to see half that cast play soccer <laughs> um but then your carl winslow take away please <laughs> I mean, you can tell me to put it away now, but <laughs> things happen. No, there's a reason I said that. Oh, I know. I'm okay with it. She knows what she got into. No, 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 not that. I'm just my my next one is very much in the same vein. Oh, okay, that's fair. <laughs> but to, so, to to bring it back around a little bit, I was gonna say actually, I would have loved to see the entire Mighty Ducks play hockey. <laughs> now, but I would want to see it then because, like, let's be honest, I don't want to see Goldberg try to do anything. Ah, poor Goldberg. It, yeah, I don't want to see Goldberg do anything but meth these days because that's what he's best at. <laughs> R.I.P. Goldberg. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Scott, Why who's your... put the syringe in his arm already? Who's fuck? your next one, Scott, you asshole? Moving Good on. Good Sticking Lord. in the same vein as Mookie. Sticking, Sticking in, in the, the same, same vein. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. You know, oh my God! Fourteen and a half percent is coming in. Here we go, two hundred uh, boys. You made no, me fall no, out of fame. You made me fall out of fame laughing. That was that's not fair to, <laughs> to flip that script. Uh, like I was saying, sticking in the same vein, uh, I wanted to go with Scarlett Johansson playing volleyball because Hey-o. against Tom Scarlett Cruz. Johansson playing volleyball. That's all I got. Ooh. I'm gonna go with Balky from Perfect Strangers playing soccer. I just feel like he's a solid. I thought my MCU thing was good, but you're killing it. Balky would be pretty solid. Uh, and then he like the his his goal celebration just runs up. He's like Larry and he gives somebody a hug, and they do the weird dance. <laughs> Oh, that's good. 
I'm not going to top that, so let me just go through the other ones. Uh, I want Mr. Cooper actually playing for the Warriors, and I want Tian Tamara Maori to play yes. a doubles uh, tennis tournament against the Williamson. Tian Tamara coming back to Netflix, <sighs> baby. Well, more, more importantly, Tian Tamara for the second week in a row getting referenced on the show. <laughs> For good reason. Welcome to Craft Fruit Sports here. Sister Sister. This is where we break down every episode of Sister Sister. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> All right. I got my last one here. <laughs> All right, go for it. <laughs> I want to watch Samwise Game G play football. I don't College know who that football. is, so that sounds good. Cool. Rudy. Rudy, yes. Oh, cool. Sean Aston. Samwise Gamgee from friggin' Lord of the Rings. Yeah, you went. Uh, you could have gone with this Goonies. Uh, you could have gone with the Goonies nah, reference, Goonies but you went. Respect. <laughs> Samwise, he was that little that little cuck that just like <laughs> dongled on Frodo's balls the whole time. <laughs> Samwise playing college football. Oh, man. That was. Uh, uh, Scott, you got any more on this one? Uh, yeah. So I was going to say, Scott hadn't got... emptied the chamber yet. And yes, Matt say... Barr, he would get wrecked. I've That's got the two, point. I've got two more uh, to wrap up the MCU theme. I've got uh, Tom Holland, and you'd be like, "What the hell is Tom Holland gonna play?" And I want him to be my or John who S- is he? Tom Spider Man. Spider Man. Even I know that, bitch. bro, and I haven't Good seen God. it yet. Come on, what the man. What's wrong with you? No, uh, what? He, no. He, is, he is my John Stockton. So Spider Man. Be quiet. You're done. Um, <laughs> Tom Holland is going to be my John Stockton and play my uh, point guard in basketball, and. Did you mute him? You muted I thought the audio cut it out. I was like, oh, damn, what happened? I was like, did we just lose the feed? You muted him on his last one. He's got the he's got oh, the walk shit. off. Why Come is he on. not unmuting? That won't unmute him. Oh, man. I got the option. Oh, there you go. That's all right. Bitch. Nice. Good work. <laughs> and, and then as my final one, I'm going with Chadwick Boseman, none other than Black Panther. And, nice. you know, you kind of already stole my thunder. I would go with Tom Holland as my point guard in basketball. And most people would be like, oh, Chadwick Boseman. But I'm going with Chadwick Boseman to play center in hockey because we need more black people playing <laughs> hockey, damn it. Yes, sir. <laughs> You know what I actually love to see play hockey? It's probably an enforcer role, but LeBron. Could you imagine him checking someone in the boards? Their life. I can't would be imagine over. him skating ten feet without falling over. So no. Well, you only have to skate like five feet, and then your momentum can kind of just carry you the rest of the way if you coast. You know what I'm no, saying? That's fair. Uh, all right, let's do. Uh, you guys want to do the the dream foursomes? Uh, you yes. want to you want to hit those up? Okay, cool. Dream and nightmare foursome. So this was a uh, this was an idea that was floated by our good friend Matt Barr last week, actually, uh, but we didn't have time to get to it. And since we're way over, anyways, who cares? Let's do it who this week, right? Shit. Let's do it. Hey, it's it's episode episode, episode two hundred, baby. We do what we got to do. Get extra extra content for this two hundredth episode. Yeah, it's uh, it's episode two hundred, so we do what we got to do. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll throw uh, it back to when we went three hours on this bitch. Oh damn, we did I go three every hours. one of those dumbass hours. <laughs> Why did do we do that? We Good could, lord, we would be still going for an hour and twenty minutes on this show. Holy shit! If I mean, the, but in all honesty, if we didn't try to set a deadline, we probably would still be arguing over whether or not athletes should be paid. We'd still be in stick to sports at this point in the that's episode. True. So the, that's the, it's still in our genes. All right, so Matt Bar. Wanted to throw out uh, this happened because weird. Anyways, Matt Barr said uh, last week Brett Favre played golf with uh, Donald Trump, and he was like, "Okay, so this one, this makes me want to know who is your dream golf foursome and your nightmare golf foursome. Like, who are the who's the foursome? So it's you and three people." 
dream scenario and nightmare scenario. So Scott, let's go to you first. Who is your, we'll start with the dream scenario. Who is your dream golf foursome? You and who else? Uh, this was easy. Three other people, no problem. I, I, my first is Bill Murray. Mm, good choice. Avid golfer Bill Murray. BFM with his golf thing. I'm going with Bill Murray. I got to go with MJ because, I mean, it's fucking MJ. So, I mean, he'll. Good luck, know, bro. Yeah, he'll roast me and, you know, do all those other things. Plus, I can just fawn over And then lastly, I'm going with BC, Bill Clinton. Because, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> If I'm going to have a foursome, I might as well have Bill Clinton in there to tell me all the state secrets. So Bill Clinton, you know, Michael Jordan, and Bill Murray. You know Bill would be like, this isn't my best foursome I've ever been in. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm there for. He would say that right off the tee. He'd be like, this also, isn't even the best foursome I've ever been in today. Wait, hang on. We got a rap air horn queued up here because Scott says nightmare foursome has to be us three and him. Uh, uh, yep, it's yeah. a pretty, yeah. it's a pretty nightmare no foursome right there. Uh, Drew, who is your dream foursome that you got? Uh, my dream foursome, and I'm a, you know, I, I, I wrote this assuming I would play, but I, I got a fifth here because there's also a part of me that just want to sit there and drink the whole time and let them play golf because then I just get to drink and eat hot dogs. Um, and, and again, I'm gonna get roasted, but whatever. Thierry Henry. Uh, now coach, I think, of the New York Red Bulls and the MLS, but an Arsenal legend. Just hearing his stories from the way that they ruled Europe for that period in the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, Avenji Malkin, admittedly, I know a weak point because he plays for the Penguins, but, I mean, that dude, he cracks me up. Like, he is just a goof with all kinds of athletic I, talent. I thought it was Evgeny. Evgeny. I thought so, too. <laughs> Did you say Afghani? No, no, Afghani, no. like Ev- you know. Afghani. Yeah, yeah, like, that's not what you said, Drew. Yeah, that's not what you said at all. Like, sh- well, clearly you, should... we've established earlier I'm drunk, so I'm. Yeah, I was gonna say, should we it? bring that Breck? Avenger, I, I feel like Avenji? you, you, you bring see, Breck. Yeah, you see, said this is that bullshit where it's like, is it milk or milk? Hockey name, you. Yeah, it's all right though. I'm okay with it. I don't like calling someone Patrick Subban, you moron. No, dumbass. I didn't call him a different name. I just mispronounced it. Oh, by the way, suck a dick, JB. That's right. Habs 3-3 with your pens. What you going to do now, son? Uh, who is yeah. the last one in this in this uh, foursome, Drew? John Daly, because someone's got to buy the booze. Mm, yep, yep. Good call. So yeah. that's uh, that's there's and a I, theme. Well, no, I did I did have a curveball fifth though. Is that if again if I'm just the one driving the cart and drinking beers, Michael Jordan. Because I mean, good. how funny would that be? Like that would See, just be a blast. He's in everybody's foursome. That's, That's a good call. Uh, yeah. Matt Barr saying his dream foursome is Larry Bird, Jerry Rice in the Popeyes helmet, and Fifty Cent. Uh, and then Biscuit saying his dream That's foursome. That's a dig at me with the the, the Popeyes. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, and then <laughs> Biscuit saying his dream foursome is Barkley, Bill Murray, and Dwayne Johnson. Uh, that's a that's a pretty uh, that's a pretty stellar one. Uh, Gabe saying Barkley, Shaq, and Curry. Uh, oh man, Curry's uh, he's uh, he's got that holy moly show. That that dude can that dude can golf right there. Um, all right, here's my dream foursome. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna put John Daly in there because John Daly's a, a golfer who drinks a lot of beer. I'm gonna go Wade Boggs because he is also a, a oh, dude who drinks yes. a lot of beer. 
Uh, and then I'm going to go Charles funny. Barkley because he's not good and he can probably drink a lot of beer. And we're going to go the way I played in college where we get a case of booze and a case of balls and whichever one is gone first, we're done. Like, that's it. If you run out of balls, all right, cool, we're done. We're going to go drink the rest of these beers. If you run out of beers first, all right, we're out of beers. Let's go. It's only the 12th hole. Who cares? Fuck it. Let's move on. That's my dream foursome right there. Uh, nightmare foursome, Scott. Who is your nightmare foursome? 45 inspired this, so if he's anywhere near the course, he he is in my foursome nightmare. Um, and, and then you'd bring along Derek Jeter and his COVID. Uh, that would be a, a very big nightmare. <clears throat> and then uh, for for my final, my, my final and my foursome, if there was anybody that I would absolutely not want to see show up walking through that door besides Derek Jeter, and 45 it would have to be mookie what do you got for me <laughs> love you too dickhead <laughs> it's fine mookie who is your your nightmare i didn't say you i said what do you got for me i, I was just leaving oh, it there God, i on, know man. i know what you're going with and i find that very rude and deeply cutting after all I've done for you, God. <laughs> who is who is your nightmare foursome, Drew? To be fair, I wouldn't want to drink play golf to be there, Scott. I respect that decision. <laughs> <laughs> My nightmare four would be Patrick Waugh because he's a bitch. Uh, Zach Efron because he's a bitch. Carson Palmer, Reggie Bush, because they're both bitches. I don't even give a fuck. Like, they could be there, sit together like Siamese twins. Individ- I don't give a fuck. They're both bitches. Nothing I want to do with any of them fucking assholes. Um, and then the last one would be LeBron, just because he would bitch the whole time about everything. Like, is this water distilled? Has this grass been properly groomed? Like... Does this filter make me look good in this light when I take this Insta shot? And I know I'm way over the limit of a foursome, but yeah, I'm this is like a whole. There. It's a whole like, shotgun well, But you know start. when like you go to the course and you're there as a single, and they try to pair you up with folks, <laughs> and like if these people were there or any mix of them, I'd be like, mm, nah, I'm gonna go bowling. <laughs> Michael Jordan, because there's also a part of it where it would suck ass. Because the next thing I know is that he would bet and win all of my money all of my assets my wife my life my family and yeah, you'd be i'd screwed, be homeless you want to screwed. know my actual fourth yes i do i really do <clears throat> i was gonna come back to it after me as long as it's not me employee number 24 because he might force me to do something i don't want to do go ahead mike I have no idea what the hell that means. That bar said his nightmare foursome is LeBron, Jim Nance, and Mike Florio. That one sounds terrible. Mike understands what I was getting at. I got you. Uh, Scott saying if uh, people who are dead count, then Bobby Heenan, Roddy Dangerfield, and Harry Carey. Oh, that's a dream foursome right there. Oh, okay. That, that that's, He said how no. fun would that be? Now, he said how fun would that be? That would be amazing to have Bobby Heenan, Roddy know, Dangerfield, man. and Harry Carey. Rodney Dangerfield and Harry Carey would probably... Probably just get lost in infinite loop of trying to outdo each other, and golf would never get played. Oh, it'd be the best! And you'd and you'd run out of beer on the tee box farthest away from the clubhouse <laughs> with the beer girl, beer cart. Like, 
Uh, Biscuit saying nightmare is uh, 45, Tom Brady, and anyone either from the Cardinals or the Yankees. And then especially s- Molina. Yeah, uh, that he's got COVID. He's got the COVID. All right, here's who I'm going with for my nightmare. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Ben Roethlisberger because he's a rapist. Um, I'm going to go with... Kimo Van Olhoffen. Uh, I would say, is, is your theme for this one just sports rapists? Because it's going to be hard to narrow down that field, Mike. Well, That's it's actually... I said employee number 24. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he did, because that was going to be my theme, so now I'm just going to go with that. Uh, and I'll go OJ. Uh, OJ. Here's the problem with golfing with... I would love it. to play with OJ. He got acquitted. Here's the problem Dude. with golfing with OJ. Here's the problem. He's a murderer, but also he would probably beat you, so you lose two a murderer like that's double whammy oh, right there right and he'd pull the whole like oh crap man i can't find my wallet can you get this green fee for me oh right man quick? he would totally screw you over uh um, yeah so and then he would and then he'd buy you a hot dog at the turn and be like we cool now we right? good like, right we no good. this this was a 150 dollar <laughs> green fee what the fuck you talking about buy me a seven dollar <laughs> hot dog and then i i would also uh i'd add floyd mayweather jr into that group just because i don't want to have to read the scorecard to him every time and be like oh, it's, it's a par <laughs> Four, Floyd. It's a par four. There it is. The falling off camera took till the end, but there it is. He said it's a par four, Floyd. It's a par four. Just the idea that you're getting more angry as the the golf goes on. It's like, damn it, this son of a bitch. Why did I have to play with somebody who can't read? Is it that you can't read, or that at some point you're going to get your ass beat because you're going to yell at him for not knowing how to fucking read, and then Floyd knocks your ass out, and his bodyguard just stand there and look at you bleed on the tee oh box. Oh, God. Real tears. Little column A, little column B little there, Drew. B. The dim sum approach, if you will. <laughs> Scott, what a great way to start vacation, eh, buddy? Oh, shit. All right. Let's get into Last Call, uh, because, good Lord, this show has gone on forever, and it is time for Last Call, because we are all these idiots still watching with us. I mean, we're all feeling great with us. Uh, Last Call brought to you by More Labs. Look, if you are like any of us on the show, you like to drink during the week, and it's a problem, uh, and you need to wake up in the morning, you need to function. It's a problem, you get fired, Mike. You need to deal with your kids, you need to go to work, uh, but after you're pounding 14% beers all night long on a Wednesday, you got to still wake up and handle your business. So head on over to morelabs.com. Use the code SPORTS at checkout. Get 20% off your order. Get yourself some morning recovery. Booze all night long. Take a morning recovery. Before you go to bed, you're going to wake up feeling great, guaranteed, or your money back. Hit them up, morelabs.com. Use the code SPORTS. Get 20% off your entire order. Sell out. All right, fellas. All right, so wait, hold on. It's time for one of my weekly segments of let's pimp more labs for what they do best, and that is make our lives better. So, like, you remember back in the day in college, we used to take Adderall so we could do things? Well, more labs no. is like a healthy, respectable option to that. Uh, so I did one of their... Uh, uh, one of their liquid focus? focus? Yeah, their liquid focus. And... Well, again, I got I got no kids for obvious reasons, and uh, I you just don't have liquid crushed. focus. No, because I have liquid focus. Because instead of spending quality time with my wife and figuring out how to make those kids, I spent seven hours just crushing the Batman Arkham arc and destroyed all my high scores. And I'll tell you what, I've never had a better time. <laughs> it is absolutely amazing because you dial into all the nuances and all the details, and you pick up on all those little extra clues too. Because 
I'll tell you what, man. Those writers of that game, they know how to sprinkle shit throughout it. And if you're not paying attention or cheating online, which normally is my approach, you ain't going to find them. But with more labs, the focus one that I clearly liquid know how focus. to say. Liquid focus. Thank you. Got you you don't need cheat codes online because you just figure the shit out naturally. But well, there you go. If you want to cheat at video games, morelabs.com. Use the code SPORTS. Get 20% off your order. This week, we had a bevy of beers. Uh, Drew, let's start with you. You were drinking Batisserie Neapolitan Stout uh, on the Ren and Stimpy scale from, no sir, I don't like it, all the way to happy, happy, joy, joy. Where did Neapolitan Stout rank for you? Um, it was good. It was solid. I got to be honest. There's a part of me that didn't like it because it make me made me feel inadequate as a baker because it's based on a very fancy French cake that I clearly can't make. But um, I'm gonna go ahead and go with it was uh, that thing that I was scrolling and then saved later, but is now scrolled out of view. <laughs> the layer of Lummox. Just because that sounds cool. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, I'll serrate it. thinking that Neapolitan was based on the ice cream, so I was like, what the fuck is he talking about, baking? <laughs> I know! I was no, like, it's like, it's, what? It's, no, it's, I, I, no, I know exactly yeah. what it is now, but I'm saying, like, when you first introduced the beer and earlier when you sent the picture, my first thought was, oh, Neapolitan, like the ice cream. Like, okay, it's going to taste like a mix of chocolate, strawberry, and vanilla. Scott, you guys drank this beer like two months ago. I know, and it was delicious. It was big. Yeah, it was, it was good. good. Big fan. So if I can, just to make that clear, I'd give it like a 4.25 out of 5. But also, that I was totally right. It is chocolate, strawberry. It, 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 it is, yep. yeah. Uh, Although I will say I didn't taste the Madagascar vanilla as much as just the general vanilla. <laughs> so take that for what it's worth. Uh, Scott, uh, you were drinking aggravated murder. Uh, what is your yours fall in from on the Ren and Stimpy scale from uh, no sir I don't like it to happy happy joy joy? This ends up at the I got off on murder the Ray Lewis scale happy happy joy joy. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, like I said, when I first introed this beer, I have no idea if they were trying to make the reference with the Ravens in the logo to Ray Lewis and aggravated murder. But at 14 and a half percent, it doesn't matter. Like I, it's one of Bless those, you, thank Drew. you, Mookie. Um, it's one of those beers that, uh, you forget what it tastes like. It's a really good stout, but I mean, the, the taste is lost in all the, the booziness, but it's not a booziness that uh, that scares you off. It's it's a sneaky fourteen and a half percent if ever there was one. So I absolutely recommend it. Happy, happy, joy, joy. But uh, man, you, it, it goes down really quickly, and then all of a sudden you're just left with, I'm really drunk, and I didn't, I didn't really <laughs> drink anything. I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just like uh like. If you had two of these, I'm pretty sure you'd just be passed out. <laughs> uh, yeah, sounds like probably. a great way to spend a Thursday. Hell yeah! Uh, I had Cloud Curtain. Uh, I might even spend a from like Mountains Walking Brewery. Damn it! Uh, I was wondering about that, Mike. <laughs> not as not as high of an ABV, but I also had two of the. Oh, Drew also drinking yeah. that. It's uh, so on the Ren and Snippy scale from uh, No Sir, I don't like it all the way to Happy Happy Joy Joy. I would have to give this one a Royal Canadian Canadian Kilted Yaxman. Uh, it's solid. It's a good one. It'll it'll stick with you. 
It's not the greatest uh, that I've ever seen. I was interested about this oat whip uh, and a great mouthfeel on this brew. <laughs> you mean oat whip? Whip, yes. Uh, oat whip uh, is is solid. Uh, it's got a, It's you know nice pillowy, uh, but it, it also wasn't you know anything different than a, a crazy other hazy IPA that I've had. But it's solid. It's a good beer. Uh, it's got great flavor. So I would give it a Royal Canadian Kilted Yaxman on the scale. This has been Last Call. Again, brought to you by More Labs. Uh, morelabs.com. Use the code SPORTS for 20% off your entire order. Sell out. Did I vamp well enough to get to the where I could find the sound cue? Uh, oh, I felt, no, like, absolutely. I, I felt like I did that pretty I, solid. I do want to know, how much Ren and Simpy have you guys seen? A lot. I wasn't um, allowed to watch when I was a I kid. I was also banned from watching it when weren't. I was a kid. No, I was banned no, too, was... but I watched it anyways. Okay, well, see, here's the thing about Ren and Stimpy. So mom and dad never said anything about it, but there was one day when I was watching an episode with my brother, and I can't remember if they, like, went underneath a big toenail or they – like, they did yeah. something, like, absurdly gross. And I remember sitting there watching thinking, I can't watch this anymore. This is, <laughs> like – ridiculous like it wasn't even like yeah. this is wrong like it was like i don't like this it's gross and so i stopped watching Dude, it. it was like, so until, disgusting it was it was never but obscene up until that, or sexual it's just gross yeah but i was gonna say oh, up no. until that point though i watched it unfiltered like we watched it all the time and then it like when i realized in that moment i was like wait a minute this is what they do like this is like an adult thing like it, it just but got really like, weird and i could can't never you, go back. like it's gonna be so good on netflix and like 1080p oh i mean i'm totally here for a reboot like it's gonna be fan fucking tastic guys speaking of fantastic this is 200 episodes this has been a fantastic show uh this has been a damn good time the only thing missing tonight was joe so Um, but but before before we sign off i do want to take a quick moment to recognize the work y'all have put into this and and by y'all i mean you mike and you scott to, to making this a brand making it a show doing that cbs for 200 episodes because this shit ain't easy you know you take time out of your families you take time out of your work and you know as a former listener and now dumbass that gets to run his mouth on here for however many hours a week until my wife tells me to stop or my work fires me it's been a pleasure (laughs) it was always a highlight in my week previously like I was pissed when you guys took a week off because I don't know you wanted to have lives or like have a vacation with your family or you know stuff came up and I was like well what the fuck am I gonna do a work on Monday now you know what I mean like you want me to actually work and pay attention but I remember you know, getting dirty text messages from oh yeah not dirty nasty oh, yeah. nasty is the right word not dirty a dirty yeah, uh, like, yeah. another no, dick pic from Drew God damn it Drew I'm sorry we took a week off it, though like because <laughs> sorry we took again, a week off don't show me your balls. Uh, yeah, and, and, and you know, <laughs> testicle photos aside, but seriously, like, get a better angle, bro. There's <laughs> a lot of people out there that this show means a I lot to, horrible. and like, we appreciate it. And and you know, <laughs> it's been tough, and we're gonna keep clawing our way out. We're gonna find our niche, but at the same time, you know, I love our fans we have now, and we we're sorry we keep disappointing you, but you keep coming <laughs> back, so that's fantastic. Drew, you've been like, a great addition, man. We you know, we're glad to bring you into the family and and get you uh, into the show. And and in all seriousness, I, like every time we hit one of these milestones, I always do like some speech about how awesome it is and how grateful we are. But in all seriousness, like 
Scott, when when you and I sat down at B Dubs and we're like, "Hey, we sh- let's finally do this podcast. Like, let's do this thing. Let's put this out there." We were like, "We'll do two shows a month. We'll go back and forth to each other's house." And now we're doing live video on YouTube, Facebook, and Periscope. Like, it's grown to this thing that we never thought we would. Like, we never could have pictured this. Um, so to to do this for two hundred episodes is it's pretty fucking cool, man. Like this is a, it's a, it's the highlight of my week every week. Like this is what I look forward to every single week is like, I can't wait for Wednesday so that we can do the show. So whether there's a hundred people watching or one person watching, like I just enjoy hanging out with you guys and getting drunk and doing bullshit. Like that's kind of what it is. Well, and I mean, just to piggyback off that sentiment, uh, not that long ago, the uh, the reminder of the B-dubs sit down uh, came up in uh, Facebook memories. And I, I Aww, reflected on a little bit then just, just to think about where this has gone and where it's ended up. And I really want to thank you, Mike, because you're the only one who has been here for all 200 episodes. Yes, There's sir. been various reasons that I haven't been here. And you've carried the ball from the, the word go. And I just want to thank you for that. I want to thank all of the listeners Mookie I want to thank you for being such a huge supporter and now part of the show it's been great with you being on it and uh, I I hope that we make it 200 more I know that there's a lot of frustration sometimes with how little we've grown uh, for and we're not nearly where we want to be but at the same time man never thought that we'd make it 200 episodes and I'm really happy that we did and I'm looking forward to the next 200 no matter how many people are listening or watching thank each and every one of you for every second that you've listened to the show and shared it and all that fun stuff and uh, I, I just really appreciate you Mike for uh, making this absolutely, happen because man. it's absolutely all on you that we've made it 200 episodes yes, even if I, I was a Robin to your Batman along the way. Well, with that being said, then I apologize to the listeners for 200 <laughs> of uh, 200 episodes of me. You had to listen to me for 200 episodes, and I'm sorry <laughs> for that. Uh, we'll figure it out for the next 200. We'll get somebody hey, we'll better to, to get run better. this. We'll, we'll do what we can, right? Like We're not going to stop trying. That's Guys, it's gonna get better, but we're gonna keep trying. This was a long ass episode, but it was a fun ass episode. I'm, um, I really. It was do. a throwback episode. It, was, it really yes, was. This was a good. Time. And we didn't go three hours, so you're welcome. Uh, we could have. We totally could have. Uh, we but thank, sure could have. thank you guys Obviously. so much for tuning in. Thank you for sharing out the show. We honestly, we you guys don't under you guys don't know how much I appreciate every share, uh, every time we see somebody comment in the Facebook group, every time we see somebody comment on our posts or retweet us or whatever, it, it really means a lot. And it, it, you don't understand how much that helps the show. So continue to do that. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at craft sports. Uh, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel. Scott's doing some good things, cutting up the videos, uh, giving you some segments like doing that yes. hockey. Uh, so oh, be so sure hot. to subscribe, uh, hit that <laughs> bell. Make sure you know when we go Check live out there that doing that hockey from last week too, man. This uh, is price gold. Uh, subscribe, rate price and review goals. wherever you get your podcasts. I know we've transitioned to a video format, but we do still put it out there. So hit us up wherever you get your podcasts, uh, leave a rating, leave a review that helps boost us up in the ratings. Uh, we want to continue to see the show grow for another 200 episodes and we can't do that without your help. So thank you guys so much for tuning in every single week. We really appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Cheers, everybody. Peace. We out. 200 more, baby.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.